Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> rise and shine. Coogan's go Tom on uh, Monday morning. It's a Monday morning quarterback. Pretty simple message today, isn't it? Is there a lot to bandy about as to what we just saw last night to conclude the NFL season? Pretty crystal clear. He's the best player in the world. Forget football. Forget MVP of the game last night. Or He's the best team sport player in the world. And I know that that's kind of a dangerous blanket statement. There's a lot of <laughs> a lot of soccer passion in this world that throw me some guy that they would argue. But I know what American football is. I know how hard it is, and how physical it is, and how difficult it is to win. They te- they keep taking away from this dude. Twenty eight years old. We might have to put the carrot of however many Tom Brady won, seven, out there. Let's live in a reality. Before Patrick Mahomes' career ends, you know, one of these years he's going to have a bunch of talent around him. One of these years, some number, you know, he, he got have a stretch where they draft some receiver and he becomes one of the top two or three receivers in the league. What about when they have a run game? I mean, this dude's winning titles with, you know, Damian Williams and Isaiah Pacheco, all due respect. He's the best player in the world. And I ain't just talking football. He's better than any individual playing team sports. Line him up. Give me a name. Winner Mahomes. Put it this way. I'm going to ask you a question. Good morning, E. How was your Super Bowl? Did you have uh, a super Sunday? Yeah, it was real chill, man. Posted up at the crib. Okay, you just hung easy. Yeah. I, went, I went out and about. This is always a tough one for you. When you got an early wake-up call and you're uh-huh. starting at 6 a.m. Uh-huh. But whenever you're driving back from where you are and you're getting close to your house and you realize on the stretch of road that you're on, you're going to be on this stretch coming back in like seven hours. Never mind you haven't gone to bed or uh-huh. anything like that, right? But look at it this way. <clears throat> no disrespect to Brock Purdy and no disrespect to the Kansas City defense. But I'm going to ask you a question to really ponder for a second. Okay. If Mahomes quarterbacked McCaffrey and Debo and Kittle and Ayuk with Trent Williams in that offensive line, if Mahomes played quarterback for the Niners and Purdy, with all due respect, played quarterback for Miko Hardman and Justin Watson and Kelsey and Pacheco in that group, what would the score of the game have been last night? Oh, man, probably like 45-10. Right? I mean, is that that being too mean? Is that piling on? That's fair. This dude is him. They're not that good. They're not that good. They have a Hall of Fame tight end. And boy, he showed up in winning time, second half last night. Hugs and kisses to Tay-Tay. And so certainly Travis Kelsey is, is going to finish his career as one of the best to ever play the position. That counts. But you could argue that the Chiefs progressively, since Mahomes took over as starter and won his 
first Super Bowl in year two, you could argue, personnel-wise, they've just got, gradually gotten worse. Tyreek Hill, ah, we'll trade him. Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, uh, was it Sammy Watkins was still contributing early in this run? Bros, that's Marquez Valdez Scantling. It's Mikol Hardman. It's Justin Watson. It's Noah Gray. It's Jarek McKinnon. And his starting right tackle has more penalties than any offensive lineman in the league. And Andy Reid is a genius, bro. That dude draws up a play that you don't see coming in. The, the, the touchdown play. Guys don't get that wide open in the NFL. What a beautifully designed where he brings Hardman in motion. He spits him back out. Mahomes knows just how long to hold it. Touchdown, winner, longest Super Bowl in history. We're feeling it this morning, aren't we, gang? Longest Super Bowl in history comes to an end with, what do you know, Mahomes and the Chiefs holding the Lombardi. There's been some criticism, some nitpicking of the San Francisco, I don't know, coaching decisions at times. I, I, there was nothing in last night's game that just really jumped out. I, the, the, the one thing that I disagreed with most was successful. Yep, me too. Uh, I would kick kick that field goal, man. It's Uh fourth quarter. What are we doing? Here we are, coaches. I was ready for my rant today. Coaches in those points, but they converted. They got the touchdown. And and I'm not going to be, again, my setup was this. It was all about support personnel. I don't mean to be disrespectful for Brock Purdy. What, three times in a row he took his team down and got him the lead. Now they had to settle for too many field goals. At the end of the day, that was the story for... Uh, for San Francisco and one key mistake in special teams. But Buddy makes them pay, doesn't he? But it was the lesser-known guys who kind of stepped up, right? Miko Harmon, Valdez Scantling catching touchdowns on, this, on the Niners' side. Juwan Jennings. You know, Debo and Ayuk, for the most part, kept pretty quiet by a Kansas City defense that, you know, I would say hasn't gotten its due. It gets its due. They won the Super Bowl, man. We saw what this team did. I, I will push back a little bit against this narrative, and 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 you know I get. It. Didn't we deal with some of this last year with the Chiefs saying no one believed in us? Wasn't that last year they were playing that card, Kelsey and the guys? I I know they played it hard. All this quote adversity. What adversity are they talking about? E. I don't even know. What adversity did the champion? They keep playing this adversity card. No, what? What do you mean? You played sketchy football for a while. Join right. the club. <laughs> right. But it's not like they lost Mahomes or or Chris Jones or did I, am I missing something? Adversity. Well, there was no huge personnel issue for the for the Chiefs. I mean, they may have had some in all reality, some Taylor Swift distraction, maybe a little bit. By the way, can I just say this about the Taylor Swift thing? Mm-hmm. I, I get it. I get what's going on here. I mean, these are two Mondo celebrities, and she might be the biggest celebrity in the world. If she's at your game, and that's her boyfriend, and they're driving and scoring, people want to see dudes' wives and girlfriends react. So everyone can settle down on that. But but the pushback is this. How, did you hear this this weekend going to the game? Because at some point, you got the Taylor Swift effect story, if you watched much. 
but the league got X amount million more female viewers. Okay, let's distinguish viewers and fans because I got news for you. For these, if there were 12 million that are tuning in just to see Taylor Swift sit in the box, I don't think they're already looking forward to opening day next year and checking out the Jets-Panthers game, okay? Right. I don't think they're NFL fans, and I think if Taylor Swift moves on to an actor, they'll be movie fans. Deuces. <laughs> well, so much for the curse, though. And uh, it and and the white jersey don't matter. Put the Chiefs in pink, won't matter. But just I mean, just the overwhelming sledgehammer of a reality, as if we didn't have it already, is that never mind. They've got the best quarterback, thus player in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the world in any sport at any level. Better than LeBron, better than whatever soccer player is known as best in the world right now. He's better than Shohei or Ronald Acuna Jr. He's he's better than any of these hotshot young hockey players. He's better than them all, man. He's playing the toughest position in the hardest, most physical, grinding war of a sport that we play. And he just keeps racking up battle wins, doesn't he? 15 and 3 in the postseason. 15 and 3, man. That's what? Two AFC championship game losses and two su- and one Super Bowl loss? Is that what it is? It's lost one Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Won three, lost one. So his other two losses, uh, AFC Championship games. That's it for, by the way, 28. Not 32, E. Yeah. 28. And at this stage, what do you do? What do you do? How do you beat the Chiefs? Mahomes gets injured for the year. Apparently, that's how you beat the Chiefs. Make no mistake. And we, we looked at this. Or at least briefly mention it. Rattling off the top 10, play, you know, top ranking every Super Bowl starter, every Super Bowl player on each roster. Remember we went through the first 10 and seven were Niners? Yep. You had Mahomes, you had, it may have even been eight. I don't know if Kelsey was right there. But, you know, Chris Jones, obviously. Maybe LeJerry Sneed, but it was like top, it's very top heavy. That Niners team is loaded, man. But it was 10-3-E, mid-third quarter. By this uh, stage, I am back home now, watching the game. Yep. Comfy confines with Mrs. P. And at 10-3, I told her, you know why the Chiefs are winning this game, right? <laughs> Not you know the Chiefs are winning or do, do you think, no. You know why the Chiefs, it's 10-3, second half, that, uh-uh, game, it's ball game. That's ball game. Mahomes is going to win the game. You got it. You needed to be up seventeen to three. You better be up more than double digits. San Francisco's found that out twice. It's twice now in the Super Bowl. They've led by ten. Twice now in the Super Bowl, they've lost to Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. 
at least Kyle Shanahan didn't have any like incredibly, you know, mind blowing, forever doubted blunder. Thought they played it pretty much by the book. There's some pushback against what do you do in overtime with the new postseason rules. Right. Like there are some that say the play is to kick first because then you know what you got to do. I can I can go for that. Yeah, and and that argument to me is is was the strongest. But I said was the explanation by Shanahan in the 49ers side, and it was a pensive answer. He didn't get defensive. When you're preparing for the Super Bowl, you're talking about everything, including this possibility. And Shanahan says the way that the 49ers thought it out was, yeah, I get if you go second, you know what you got to do. You know what you, you know, it really comes into play on fourth down, and the Chiefs had to convert a fourth down on their possession, right? Holmes kept a little keeper. What a genius call it was middle of the fourth quarter when they had like a third and, or second or third and six, and he he faked that handoff, and he kept it the one time he has all year, and it was just wide open to the right. And he had yep. a 22-yard run. What a genius play call that was by Reed. And they said they haven't really run that play. I mean, he'll keep it and then pass off of it, but just straight up, fake that handoff, and boop, hit the hole. Whew. But his, uh, his explanation, I'm sorry, back to Shanahan was this. The thing about taking it first is – Analytics say there's going to be a third possession. And if at that point, it would be sudden death. So you get that bonus. If you take the ball first, if you score a touchdown like they could have, and then even if Kansas City scores a touchdown, you score, you win. So, Or if you each get a field goal, or if it's tied after those first two possessions, which is by analytics, it's more likely that you either win through the first two possessions or you're tied, and that means that you would get the ball in that decisive third possession. The reason I like kicking is this. Typically, your field position is going to be better, right? If you kick off and you stop them three and out, you're going to get the ball between the 30 and 50-yard line. If you – you got to stop them, which is going to be the goal no matter what, right? So, anyway, what I thought was kind of an error, and it was kind of being pointed out perhaps as as an error during the broadcast of of Shanahan – or at least what the advantages of taking the ball second would have been, but it wouldn't have mattered because Mahomes was going to win the game. 10-3, middle of the third. I knew that. Vegas never got it right with these Chiefs. And Vegas took a little bit of a of a hit with both the Chiefs and the over coming in last night. But they, they kept them underdogs all these last three rounds. The Chiefs have ended up beating two number one seeds. They mowed through the top three point differential teams in the AFC. And at the end of the day, do you really think personnel-wise they're all that imposing? I mean, who's got better receivers, the Chiefs or the Jaguars? It's not close. If, if all healthy, Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley are better than what the Chiefs had. Although... He didn't show up last night. It could have been a nice coming up for Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice, I saw this player A, player B comparison. And player A had like 60 catches for 858 yards and seven touchdowns. Player B had like 80, 80 catches for 930 yards and seven touchdowns. Player A was Debo and player B was Rasheed Rice. Now, and Rasheed Rice played one more game than Debo. He did play one more, but 
almost 100 more yards, 20 more catches, same amount of touchdowns. What if Rasheed Rice becomes alpha dog receiver? He could. That dude did. I really look, caught 80 balls, man. Uh, point being, this this should be this could be considered kind of a rebuild, right? They won with Tyreek. They won with some of the older run, Damian Williams, some of the older running backs. They've kind of they've switched the offensive line just about entirely, but they got the one constant. They got the best player in the world, Patrick Mahomes. Let's take our first uh, timeout. We'll talk more Super Bowl. We will uh, pick the brain of uh, the big fella. It'll be the final breakfast with Baselli until at least the season. So we'll uh, sum up football. We'll, we'll check in from time to time over the course uh, of the next few months. But as we head into uh, the offseason and not a lot of, you know, huge m- breaking news, especially involving the Jaguars. We will uh, take advantage with a swan song uh, for the 2023, uh, 2023 season with our resident Hall of Famer, Tony Baselli. So that's Breakfast with Baselli. That's coming up uh, your way at 8 o'clock. We've got more news and notes from uh, around the Super Bowl uh, last night. Are we still in the commercial game, E? Uh, somewhat. Yeah, okay. You're going to have to you have to fill me in a little bit. I, I to be You know, I was at a Super Bowl party, I, you know, and it was kind of like more of a cocktail party type deal. Mm-hmm. Wasn't to sit around the living room. So right. I, had, I really didn't see hardly any of the commercials. I saw a few of them. You know, when I get home, and, and, and even then, I, I'm still trained that when the commercial comes on, leave the room and do things I need to do. Yeah, yeah. But overall, I, it seems like they were a little funnier. Uh, nah. The the hangover ones was funny. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm going to have to look at some of them, I guess. Yeah. But I cannot do one of the rank the Super Bowl commercials, gang. Yeah. And here's what else I've decided. I'm not going to bust my A to try and see all the commercials that are now going to play on a loop for the next Every, two months. Right, exactly. Right, I'll watch, you know, Gator basketball this week, and those same commercials <laughs> yeah. will be on. Uh, speaking of, they'll make the show coming up in just a little bit as well. You're locked into the drill. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback. Thanks for being up and at him with us. Appreciate you. You're listening on 1010XL 92.5 FM. McKinnon is in at running back. First down and goal to go. Play action fake. Right side throw. Touchdown. Kansas City. McCall Hardman. McCall Hardman with the catch on the right side. A three-yard touchdown pass in overtime. Kansas City wins the game. 25-22. Well, uh, boy, a lot has changed for McCall Hardman, former Georgia Bulldog, since... The season began. If you go all the way back to the preseason, you guys seen these uh, illusionist cats? See them go through like NFL locker rooms or on, you know, America's Got Talent. They, they I, it really is sorcery. I mean, whatever. I'm obviously it's it's all a game somehow or another, but it's still still a little mind freaky. Not gonna lie, right? You've seen these guys. Well, the Jets had one come into their locker room, the Jets. You see Miko Hardman uh, at that time played for the Jets. So the questions that Miko Hardman gets asked by the illusion, you're going to hear a big reaction. Uh, spoiler alert, what what happens here is, so he brings up Miko Hardman from, you know, from, from the Jets. 
and then proceeds to ask him some questions, and then I'll explain maybe some reactions because you, you don't have the video in front of you. But here is preseason. Miko Hardman, Super Bowl game-winning catch last night, but at the time a member of the Jets. Got a crystal ball in your hand. You see the future. Tell us, who do you see the Jets playing in this year's Super Bowl? Say it. 49ers. 49ers. And I'm putting you on the spot here. We're going to win. We know we're going to win. What's the final score going to be? 31-21. Yeah? Because when all the pieces come together in a season, it can be absolute perfection, folks. Because that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the Jets and the 49ers. 31-21. That's crazy. (laughs) So here's what happens. So the dude's up at the front of the room, and he's got a Super Bowl prediction himself already written out with a Sharpie, and it's, you know, uh, uh, standing on an easel, but pointed away from everyone. And so Miko Harbin says 31-21, Jets over Niners, and the dude picks up, you know, the prediction that he had already written down, Jets 31, Niners 21. Now the score wasn't 31-21. The Jets weren't in the Super Bowl, but Miko Hardman was. He got it right about one thing. He was going to get a win over the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Boy, a lot of, a lot of former Jaguars uh, picking up hardware. Hey, man, I'm just going to tell CJ right now. I know you love it here. The Blaine Gabbard's getting a little old. When he steps down, and you, this little deal you're on now, suggestion. Go be Mahomes' backup, my friend. <laughs> right? We sent Chad Henney. How'd he do? 99 yards. Super Bowl. Ring. Send Blaine Gabbard. How'd he, how'd he end up? Ring. Blaine Gabbert took home a Super Bowl ring last night. Brunel got a Super Bowl ring with, with the Saints. Our former quarterbacks in general, the, 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 the ones that have been starters, have fared pretty well for themselves, uh, albeit in, in different roles. So um, I, I mentioned that Vegas took a bit of a, of a hit. Always love seeing that. Uh, but the overtime, uh, here's the headline. Super Bowl overtime delivers big swing for betting public. Um, as kickoff approached, sports books were almost unanimous, unanimously rooting for these favored 49ers to win. Now, typically, the, the books don't want the favorite to win, but they kept taking all that Kansas City money and and... Didn't change the line. Vegas thought San Francisco was going to win the game. And you look at all that talent. Why not? Oh, yeah. 15. That's why not. Uh, Late in the fourth quarter, though, everything was going the book's way. The game was going to go under. The Niners were going to win until they weren't. Uh, The Chiefs, the underdogs, rally from behind. They go to overtime. They pull out the win. Uh, Another MVP performance. More on that in a second. So the Chiefs cover the spread as two-point underdogs. The game went over. It's consensus closing total. The problem is they got killed on some prop bets. The odds of going of the game going into overtime were 11 to 1. A lot of sports books said there was lopsided action on people betting for the game to go into OT. You're paying 11 to 1 on those bets. Overtime was bad, said the VP of Caesars. Our biggest loser of the prop bets. The betting public also scored big on a prop bet, Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown. Casinos took a bath on that one. It was a bad Super Bowl for the sports book. The senior trader for BetGM said, many bettors had the Chiefs winning and overs on popular player props. 
Um, and by the way, it's a good thing that they don't have to kick the extra point because that one more point would have made it a clean sweep. There are some of the over-unders had, a, you know, a different number. They were a little bit uh, higher. Could have got it more at like 47, 47 and a half. But uh, yeah, it's never bad to see the see the books take a hit. Always love that. It's not like they can tax it back out of you. You get them, you get it. Can't, they, they can't raise prices all of a sudden. You, when you hit the book, man, you hit the book. And they can't hit you back. What? That's a, a freak. I guess there was a streaker on the field last night. Yeah, yeah. He ain't make it too far, but yeah. Did they show, did you see any like the social media, like camera shots of the dude or anything? Yeah, I saw it on social media. Was it another I, one that's like an advertising gimmick or? I did, he didn't Don't get know. far, so I didn't even get yeah. to see it. Bunch of bozos. Like, yeah, why? Why? Where are you in life if you're right. taking off your clothes and running out in the middle of national TV, which mm-hmm. they never show, by the way. Right, they didn't show it on. They TV. got him off quick, though. It wasn't Real much of a delay. Quick. <laughs> Real quick. Uh, so there was that. There was also, and you want to talk about heartbreaking, bro? Dre Greenlaw. Oh man, he was so fired up. He was gassed up and everything. It was just a freak accident, man. Like a freak injury. Linebacker Dre Greenlaw's leg gave way. And gave out at one of the most devastating of moments. He was getting ready to run back on the field, like E.T. said. Nine minutes to go in the half. And he tore his Achilles tendon, just, you know, just pushing off, just printing out on the field. Fell right to the ground there on the sidelines. And so they lost one of their, their really good defenders. And by the way, first half, Kelsey, nada, nothing, zip, really. One catch for, for nothing. Uh, and then went off in the second half, got almost to 100 yards, had nine total grabs. As we are wont to do, there's winners and losers this morning. I will say this. You know, we said there's, 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 there'll be a narrative against one or the other, right? If the Chiefs lose, it'll be Taylor Swift's curse. And if the Niners lose, it'll be, ah, oh, Purdy's no good, or Shanahan, you know, can't win the big one. I think that they've avoided that all-out narrative, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think today is going to be a day where it should do the Niners. Are they turning it over to Brock Purdy too quickly? Should Brock Purdy still have to compete for the job? Or will Shanahan ever win the big one? Will Shanahan ever learn? Will Shanahan... A big winner, those Patrick Mahomes. First team to win consecutive Super Bowls in 19 years. I was looking at the list of the teams that have won back-to-back, and it happened often in the beginning. Every six, eight years, we'd have back-to-back. Once we had back-to-back, and then three years later, we had back-to-back again. But since the Patriots, this speaks to the parity. More teams in the league. But the first time they've gone back-to-back since, you know, 20 years ago when the Patriots did it, and Mahomes is the guy doing it. His greatness undeniable. Again, I've said it today, Shazam. However, he's the best player in the world. Any sport. Any sport. He's the best player in team sports in the entire globe. I don't care if you want to go find me a cricket team. I don't care if you want to talk soccer or basketball or baseball or hockey. I don't care. He's the best team player in all sport. And he's... He's going to make it a really, 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 really interesting argument. I can see a Tiger versus Jack thing playing out here where Tiger never got to Jack's total number of majors, but there's still a lot of people that say Tiger is the GOAT. 
Mahomes and the way he plays and what he does and how he just absolutely carries his team. It's not a defense making a player, a kicker kicking a last-second field goal. It's him, man. I think he'll very much be when this this is now under. There's nothing going to go off base here. Injury's the only thingy. There is no wait and see. Nothing. Deal with it. Good luck. He's gonna make a run though. When he's done, we are gonna be wondering who the best quarterback of all time is. Yeah, he's 28 and he got three of them things. Yeah, and and again, if he sits here and stalls on three, you know, LeBron stalled. LeBron ring chased. He went down. He got him a good team together. Won a couple, a couple there, and then he bounced. He won, but he stalled. Right? He wasn't. Gonna, he didn't get to Jordan. He's not gonna get to Jordan. Mahomes, by the way, just sits there and whatever they give him, he cooks it up. What you want to give me? Brussels spouts and a pound of liver? That's all right. We'll make something tasty. So, Patrick Mahomes, a big winner from the game last night, obviously. By the way, also led the team in rushing. Yawn. He was just unbelievable. And, he, and, 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 and by the way, at his best when it mattered most, man. His team trails late in games, and you just know they're going to go do what they need to do. The Chiefs were able to overcome, you know, a, 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 an interception by him, a fumble by uh, Pacheco in the red zone. Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid kind of had a bump, and that wasn't just all, hey, how you doing, no, right? They uh-uh. just they overcome it all because you got just like you got him, man, steady Eddie. I thought Brock Purdy played well, man. 23 of 38, 255. They didn't lose because of Purdy. They lost because they couldn't get in the end zone, right? That's it. They bogged down. They kicked too many field goals. That kicker came through. He was kicking that thing, though. Except for that extra point. They win the game without uh, the extra point. Was that on him? They blocked it. Yeah, yeah it did. was. It was on him. They kicked okay. it low. They, were, they said uh, there was no reason for it. That would have. Uh. But you know how that Chiefs defense has been just stymieing people with the blitz, and I guess the stats were Purdy went 12 and 19 facing that blitz and a score. So they blitzed him more than half of his dropbacks. I, I think Purdy acquitted uh, well for himself. Um, you know, Shanahan is going to take a little bit of heat. I will say this McCaffrey seemed ignored the first three drives of the third quarter while they got that lead. He did it again. He passed. He had six straight passes to start the third. They did not use. Christian McCaffrey with like 80 rushing, 80 receiving, and he there's a chunk of the game where he was ignored. Doesn't make any sense. He's the AP Offensive Player of the Year. The stat, there's an analytic stat, a power rating. It's called DVOA. And these two Shanahan 49ers teams to lose the Super Bowl are now the second best teams behind only that New England team that was undefeated and lost to the Giants. They're the second-best teams to lose a Super Bowl by their talent. So that speaks to the coach just a little bit. But they had three consecutive three-and-outs to start the second half. They weren't great on third down. Um, This is now three Super Bowls in which Shanahan has been a head coach or offensive coordinator. His team has held a 10-point lead, and his teams were 0-3 in those games. Remember that narrative? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe a little. And he went to over, the what was it, 28-3, 27-3? With a, yeah, 28-3. He was the offensive coordinator. At the end of the game, he, it's just un, it's unpardonable. I, I'll yeah. never forgive him. He can lose every game. For, I, I hate him. Sports hate. 
And all he, they had to do, the Falcons had the ball down like the 25-yard line. All they had to do was run the ball. Run the ball. Kick the field goal, win the game. That simple. Good kicker. In field goal range, this idiot called a pass play. Matt Ryan sacked. Oh, my gosh, man. All right, let's uh, come back on the other side. Um, I got a football fix, other news from around the NFL, just some headlines, some quickies, as it were. And what a huge win. What a, what a huge ceiling win for Gator basketball this weekend. I'll put that in perspective as well. You're listening to The Drill. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorcementOnly.com. Back here on The Drill. Oh, I'm going to rock you into a Monday morning. Let's put football to uh, bed, at least this season. The NFL never sleeps, as we know. Now it's all about getting better. Got to catch up with a team that no one is catching up to. And it's awful dangerous because it's not a team. It's just a dream team, top to bottom, full of talent. You feel like the Chiefs can do whatever they want to their roster. As long as 15's there next year, they'll be right back where we saw them. Sure feels that way, man. I know it's not happening like that every year. But boy, sure, sure feels like it. All right, heartbreaking moment of the weekend. Watching uh, sports, I don't know, Saturday, Sunday morning. I, it must have been Sunday morning. I don't know. But you know how every college basketball team has that walk-on? You know, and he, he becomes a, they love him. He's yep. a cult hero. The student body loves him. The players all love him. They want to, they always want to walk in, to walk on to get in a game. And you know how a coach will sometimes shove him in there with 25 seconds to go. Yep. And everybody wants to walk on to shoot, right? That's usually, it typically doesn't happen because the team's up big. The walk on goes into the game. The, his team dribbles the ball out and game's over. But, you know, he makes it into the, um, onto the score sheet, right? I don't know the kid's name. I'm glad. I don't want to say what his name is, but there was a game this week. It was Chattanooga against like UNC Greensboro. Don't hold me to the teams. I know the kid played for Chattanooga. It's the end of the game. Chattanooga's got like a 25-point lead, and the walk-on gets put in the game, he, with like a minute to go. Got a little time, you know. Yeah. They're on the shot clock. He may even get to hoist one up. So they put the walk-on into the game. There's a little bit of a mishandle at the top of the key on the defensive side. The walk-on steps in, gets the ball, at half court, he's open court in front of him. He's going to dribble down and, you know, score, most likely. And he gets going down. He takes a couple of dribble and about top of the key. You're like, oh, oh, what's happening? He got like his feet tangled. Oh, gosh. And it was all of a sudden like something out of a bad movie. His feet tangle. He spills forward. He Ugh. fumbles the ball out of bounds under the basket and lands in a heap in the lane. <laughs> I think we saw what the ceiling for this Gator basketball team is and can be, and it's a high one. It's a team that would make Florida very dangerous in the tournament. Not not predicting some Cinderella run to a title, not overstating what they are, but they are a good team. They have an element that really showed this weekend against Auburn. Auburn is ranked number 12 in the country. They just had an 18-point blowout win over Alabama. Remember we were talking about that and how good Auburn is and that crowd, how juiced they were? Well, they played in Gainesville this weekend. And the ceiling showed up for Florida. The backcourt was dang near unstoppable. All three of those guys had 20 points. 
Kugel, Clayton, Pullen. They're experienced. They got a big, experienced, talented backcourt. They got size. They have a lot of things that speak to like a sweet 16-level basketball team. First, you got to get there. Well, that win yesterday takes them off of all these bubble lists and last four in and last four out and now projects them as like an eight or nine seed if they can just finish the basketball season like they've been playing it. But the win over Auburn, they still still miss too many free throws. But that's a good Auburn team, and they blew them out of the gym. They ran them out of the gym. And a good sign. And by the way, it has shown up immediately in the analytics. Those net rankings, RPI, Florida, shot up. They're like top 30 now. And and the narrative on this basketball team is changing if if it hasn't changed already. And it may change further. We'll see. Again, this is not a prediction. But this is the basketball team that I'll say, God, they just look better than what we've seen. Maybe all those transfers, the little cohesion starting to come into play. They have, they have a good mix there. I, I like Todd Golden. I do. I mean, I, I I like what he's, the results he's showing quickly, the moves he's making. Beat his mentor in in Bruce Pearl. All right, he fired the band. I got a football fix. Let's just knock it out real quick. We got the Big Orange Chorus coming in in studio with us today. They're oh. going to give you a little sampling of what they'll be doing the next two days for Valentine's Day deliveries. They deliver those singing Valentines. Completely unaware of inflation. Still just $75. 70 bucks if you mention... Um, 1010XL and you get a lot with this man they show up they sing uh, they sing the valentine right the quartet has the singing valentine you get a big Hershey's kiss you get a rose you get a personalized greeting card but you need to call 355 singer go to bigorangecourse.com and book your appointment man you're off the hook for valentine's day you've got it taken care of with a wonderful surprise that's not going to wallop you in the wallet all right uh, we got lots of Super Bowl talk, and we'll continue uh, to talk it. Third Super Bowl MVP, though, for Patrick Mahomes. Important to note. Not a ton of players in the NFL. The kid's 28, man. 28 years old. Um, the Niners have opened as betting favorites to win next year's Super Bowl. Oh, you silly, silly people. Uh, the Chiefs are 7-1. to The the Niners are four and a half to one to win the Super Bowl. The Chiefs are seven to one. Yeah, I'll put my hundo on the Chiefs. Thank you very much. You do what you need to. Um, a little later this morning, we'll see just what the perception is on the Jags as we sit here, ready to embark on the offseason. And it's a season with decisions to be made for our football team. Uh, more on that with uh, Breakfast with Baselli. But no, I don't think the Niners are the favorite at all. That's kind of silly. Hey, E, just rough guess. Who's the favorite to win the Super Bowl next year? Uh, them Chiefs, Right? Just don't overthink this, guys. Boy, the Eagles seem like they're falling apart right in front of our eyes. Flash went all the way to the Super Bowl where they, well, they lost to you-know-who. This season went off the rails. The only difference between they and the Jags is they lost one fewer game that still allowed them to make the postseason where they were promptly dispatched uh, very quite rudely, by the way, by Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. They had sniping within their own locker room. There's been some offensive defense division, and now Hassan Reddick has asked permission to seek a trade. Reddick was awesome in the Super Bowl year. 16 sacks in 2022, and then three and a half more in their postseason run. Had 11 more this year. 
Fourth straight year, he's reached double-digit sacks. That is Caleb on chase on sound. Eagles say, nah, we'll just get him a free agent. Um, the Seahawks are hiring Ryan Grubb as their offensive coordinator. Former University of Washington coach at that same position. Now, uh, this really has more trickle-down effect in college football. It would have been expected that Grubb would join his former head coach, now at Alabama, but that will not happen. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Hick and Rival more come your way next. You're listening to The Drill. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorcementOnly.com. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! Yes, sir! Come on! Alrighty! Okay. Alright! Okay. Is this Usher or is this from the halftime? No, man. Ah. Remember what I told you to look into? Oh, I forgot. The swag surfer. But swag you was, surfer. You was kind of swag surfing over there. I was a swagging. <laughs> yes, sir. Good to be here. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, I guess. Super Bowl champions. It was a dullard for a long time, and then it finally got good. That game was horrible. I, I, this is why we don't gamble. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Gambling is so dumb. No, it was easy. Chiefs. Chiefs yeah. were the play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was the under. I mean, you had the under the whole way. <laughs> yeah, that one. That, that, I mean, one that one stung. Oh, my gosh, dude. That thing. That's why it's. And, it's, and the worst is betting the under because that's what happens. And then you're like, oh, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. And then Reba throws an extra couple of notes in at the end. It goes over. <laughs> Did it go end. over? She I was tried, wondering. She had a special word. And the home she, of the brave. <laughs> I was a little, uh, Reba, uh, what are you doing? A little more pleasing than that. I hope, and I, I feel you. She, I didn't. I just saw her. She seemed like she was going really fast. I didn't sit and talk. That's why her time was yeah, so her, her just she her goes cadence fast. is quicker. Yeah. yeah, but she had a little intro, a little this. Posty was terrific. Yeah, Posty did his thing. Posty banged out America the Beautiful. Which should be the Star Spangled what, Banner, but it's not. But what that's was the story. verdict on the uh, like in-game DJ? Anybody hear anything about that? Was Cascade. That I like to call him Cascade. Oh, okay. Um, Is he Cascade? Or? No, but it's. <laughs> I looked like at you? it, and I thought, if you're a DJ and it says Cascade, Cascade's too blah. Is go it? with Cascade. You're, you're now a DJ neighbor. Well, I'll go with Cascade. Okay. Uh, all <laughs> I know is Nance pumped up Cascade. So I thought, well, he must be him. Yeah, he must be him. He well, must be I, him. I, to me, that's kind of overdue to have that dude doing uh, that in between. They play music in between plays anyway. Yeah. May as well have a dude doing it live, keeping uh-huh. the vibe uh-huh. going, Yeah, I right? agree, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it was, you know. Ended what up was the a- makeup of the Taylor Swift box? Were there other, like, well, there was a, there like was who a, was the girl, no, the potty a, mouth to the left of her who had kind of the frizzy hair? Annie. 
That's a <laughs> little orphan Annie was there. Ice Spice. Yes, the sun will come up tomorrow. I had no Bet clue. your bottom dollar that tomorrow <laughs> there'll be sun. Sing it, little orphan. I had Annie. no clue. Like, what is she doing there? But I, I don't know. It was weird to me too. I, I, I never would have put them two there together. <laughs> but there was a pan shot of the. This one would have annoyed you, Pross. Okay. Of the celebs up there sitting in the in the skybox in Vegas in the suite, all the all the smarmy, rich, you know, you know, wealthy. Look at me, Guy Fieri, Jimmy Kimmel, King James. Yeah, you know. I saw all. Yeah, <laughs> they were all in the same area. Well, you know why they had to pool their resources? They were charged like two million. A, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, they were like Floyd got his own. It was like sharing a, a private jet, dude. These so all these celebrities are sitting in the box, not even together. Floyd got his own. Our Dream Finders Homes poll question of the day: Best part of the Super Bowl football game: Mahomes overtime drive. Special teams by Kansas City. Super Bowl record: 57 yard field goal. McCaffrey 80 80. Uh, best part of the Super Bowl football game: uh, We at Dan Hickett. You can vote. Our Dream Finders Homes poll question of the day. Right now, um, Mahomes overtime drive the clear leader. Mahomes is just the overpowering uh, story. I, I and then our, our Dream Funders bonus poll question. Oh, wow. Yeah, best non-football Super Bowl moment. Usher at halftime. The celebrity commercials. The commercials became celebrity things this year. That it's, It will pull out into those. Dunking Donuts, by that far was the best by one. Far, by far by, the best winner, one. hands down. Yeah. I don't watch many of them. I'm too busy doing other things. That's the only one I but, even remember. Man, that one was so good. That was great. Did you see it? With TV? Is that, that Brady and Damon and <laughs> yeah. those guys? Oh, so. I, did, I, did, I have not. Uh, oh, God. Here's how I'm going to do this year's. funny one. Here's how I'm going to do this year's commercial sick. We're done with work Even today. Even made J-Lo likable. I'm going to watch like the top <laughs> ten and watch them. But, no, I didn't really pay much attention to a commercial all night. Anyway, Usher at halftime, celebrity commercials, Swifty Moments, or Posty and Reba pregame were your four choices. Uh, 417 votes right now. Usher at halftime, 42% leading the way. Posty and Reba pregame, 22.3. Celebrity commercials, 19.9. Taylor Swift moments, 15.8. You know, it's amazing. That's our Dream Finders bonus put, poll question. If that was just a generic poll question on USA Today, it's uh-huh. amazing how different the answer would be. It would be Taylor by a million miles. It would? I think so. Okay. Well, it's interesting. Um, listen, here's the bad news. Here's the bad news for those of us in the American Football Conference. Don't you come in here with that negativity. Oh, there's negativity. What's bro. wrong? There's negativity. I mean, we better hope for like, we better hope that Mahomes wants to go to Sao Paulo in the offseason, find some other interest, uh, because uh, we have been dutifully served. Uh, Brady, too, has arrived. Yeah. And oh, he ain't his, going he's anywhere. His, yeah, he's his own guy. And and we, the, 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 Brady handed him the, 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 the baton. When he beat him in the Super Bowl, uh-huh. and Mahomes is taking it, and it's now I, I don't need to get into who's better, Brady versus Mahomes, because that'll be determined down the road. But Mahomes is again, as we've been saying, as everyone you know, most people understand, is up here, and everybody else is down here. Different that level. team, yeah. I kept we kept waiting for that team to get beat all year. On Christmas Day, the Las Vegas Raiders punished them, punished them, <laughs> pick sixes, uh, beat wake up call. Okay, we better get a little bit better here. Uh, Miami, pff, no problem. Hey, let's go on the road this year. Okay, big deal. Let's go to Buffalo. Let's go to Baltimore. And let's beat San Francisco. The two top seeds, Baltimore and San Francisco. I mean, yeah. we have been He's served. Him. He may do something that Brady's never done next year, which is three-peat. This Kansas City team was now, 
before I give Mahomes all the credit, I'm giving him 98% of it. Um, As you should. That defense was terrific again. Yeah. And that defense was terrific. When it ha- there were so many times, like, we get a pick to start the second half. Sam Frank could go in, get that two-score lead up. But you just know Mahomes is going to keep coming. He's just going to keep well, coming. He, He's going to do he, what he has to do. And then and he did what he had to do. And you mix in Kelsey, and you get just enough from everybody else. The defense, and again, to the Chiefs' credit, I thought the Chiefs' defensive backs last night broke up more passes than I saw the Jags do the whole year. I mean, the McDuffie defense kid is good. And, is a and hell Chris, of a Chris play. Jones, they pressured that, yeah. that kid all night. Oh, yeah. McDuffie is terrific. And Purdy played fine. He played good. Yeah, he was fine. He kept his composure. He got blitzed all night long. He didn't make any crucial mistakes. They just didn't score touchdowns. Shanny did what Shanny does, and they well, blew another double digit. Well, here's what the one thing <laughs> it that was he, only 10 nothing this time. Yeah, but, but what he did do was <laughs> the third quarter with the lead, the first yeah. two or three possessions. Oh, they were screaming for McCaffrey. They didn't give him McCaffrey oh, the ball. It makes no sense. Here's the deal. You know why they got the overtime field goal? Because of McCaffrey. Yeah. They started yeah. feeding McCaffrey yeah. again. Opinion. But, but they needed that touchdown, man. Opinion. And also, I'm sorry. I hate okay. to keep, no. Why didn't they? Why in overtime? I know what the thought. Shanahan explained it. Well, we want it because both teams get a shot. But I'd rather have it second, man. Yeah, I, I'm now, okay with that Because their way. thought process They're is, losing the game to Mahomes. I don't care if they took it first, second, third, or eighth. Their thought process is, well... A third time you get the, the ball. The third time, then we score, we win. Yeah. So... And I guess the analytics say that X... You know, if the analytics say 78% of the time after two possessions, the game's either tied or you've won it. Now, I was... Here's an interesting nugget for you. And, and I, I figured it out just by the way they were playing. But I did... I wasn't 100% certain. Was it a fifteen? It was a fifteen-minute overtime, right? Yep. Okay, that that surprised me. And then they keep going. They would change it. Well, it's like they started the game over, right? Which is what they said. But I I was out doing a show during overtime last okay. night. I was working, mm-hmm. and so we had the ten thirty show on Fox, which is right. In the, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. you got to be kidding a lot of people me. watching that. I'm sure. Yeah, big crowd, big tuning. I know who wasn't you. Yeah, that's uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, if you missed it, you missed a lot. Uh, but anyway. I'm watching the clock tick down, and so it was like three minutes, and they're on the 40. And I'm like, well, I know they both get a possession, but what happens if the clock runs out? Do they just flip? And flip do they the get field. to finish their possession? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the answer is yes. Yeah. And the reason why I knew it was yes is because the clock's ticking down to like no 10 seconds, yeah, yeah. and they weren't like, oh, they my God. They weren't using their timeouts yeah. or anything. So yeah. they obviously understood. I so. kind of wanted to go to a second OT. That would have made history. Yeah, it would have. And it would have made a profit out of the CBS Sports head guy who jokingly said last week at his press conference, uh, we've the NFL has informed us we will go double overtime scripted because it make us a lot more money. So oh, wow. he he, he nailed that. Oops. Yeah, he nailed that. So the scripted stand true. But uh, yeah, it was it was. Uh, listen, get 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 ready, Trevor. Get ready, Joe Burrow. Get ready, yeah. all y'all. In He'll the, get got Lamar, every now and then. But I, if, you know, Lamar, you can have your MVPs in the regular season. Mahomes don't care he's the anymore. MVP he's again. got his MVPs. He just wants the Super Bowl. He's the season MVP again, as I said in my world, where well, I, the really way I give him it does. I mean, so they really, just won the Super Bowl. So yeah. that's the only thing that matters. Yeah, but Whatever he, really, he did in the regular season to yeah. get himself to this point yeah. makes him the MVP. Well, it's he's the way, MVP every year. Yeah, yeah, it I just guess. is. Just called the Mahomes award. I guess so. The Mahomes valuable player. It's 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 him and everybody else. It's his world. We're just living just winner, in it. We got it. Everything. Everything about oh, it. Yeah. Talent, physical, mental, confidence. Happy, happy to see Dad got out of the hoose. Got to be at the Super Bowl. Oh, that was of course. Not, yeah. I, so that was hope that was kind of low keyed. I NA, thought, which was a good move on his part. You know, instead <laughs> of his usual little, brazen, yeah. well, well hammered self, he yeah. wasn't last night. So yeah. uh, Taylor's shotgun in a 
a brew tap or yeah. whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They what like it? to party. It's young. I, I, gosh only knows what happened. Wait till the story's rolling today from the after, oh, aftermath last man. night in Vegas, okay? Goodness Ooh, gracious. Woo. Right. They're not out in you know, Phoenix. No. Go, go to the Galleria or something, right? <laughs> um, okay, just a bit of um, uh, opinion and then speculation. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Uh, this is how... And this may have been the case already, but just how just like overwhelmingly uh, impressed and I am with Mahomes and what he he's the best player in the world, Dan. Yeah, he's the best, like yeah, he's the best player. He's the best yeah player on a team sport in the entire world. Yeah, better than Messi, better than Otani, better yeah. than LeBron, better yeah. than whoever you want to say. I'm not gonna argue. He's not just the MVP of the Super Bowl. He's not just the best player in our favorite game. He's the best player in the world. And football is a hard game. It is a physical, hard grind of a it's it's it takes every aspect of greatness mentally physically you know leadership confidence oh it's going it's 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 a tough challenge for our jags and everybody else in football to keep this guy from catching brady can you i because he's gonna run at him listen here's a quickie poll how many super bowls will patrick mahomes end with three uh, three to three to five, five to seven, more than seven. What's I mean? What would you answer right now? Gun to your head. Well, they, they're winning. He, they, I'd they, say he has okay. a couple more in him. For Here, sure. Here's the speculation now. Again, no disrespect to Brock Purdy. Yeah. No disrespect to a very good Kansas City defense. Honestly, with the limitations of the question itself, if Patrick Mahomes were quarterbacking. McCaffrey and Debo and Ayuk and Kittle and that old line. If he were the quarterback of the Niners, oh, and Purdy were the quarterback of Meekole and Justin Watson and, mm-hmm. and Marquez Valdez Scantling and the Chiefs, what does, would the score have been? Yeah, if, I mean, if forty-five to ten. Yeah, yeah, it's I, I, and, I, and that's I, with Purdy playing good. I'm just saying it's that big of a difference. He's dude. great, and and listen uh, again. We don't need to debate, although we will. Brady v. Mahomes, but that's what it's going to inevitably come down to. That's what we're headed to in a few years. I will never, you know, again, Brady's done it all. Yeah. Done it all. Yes. So. Uh, For sure. And, I mean. It's like Michael LeBron. It's like Jack and Tiger. But I think this could happen. I think Mahomes could, could, could Tiger Brady. Like, there are a lot of people, and I'm not sure I'm not in it, that would consider Tiger the GOAT, even though he didn't catch the overall majors. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think if Mahomes ends up with five or six. Uh-huh. And, you know, and sprinkle in everything else. Let's put in his career stats when he's done and all that. Mm-hmm. It'll be possible. Yeah. It'll be possible to be considered that way. But um, <clears throat> well, it, we got a lot going on today. We'll uh, we'll break down the Super Bowl and all that came with it. It was uh, a slow start. A slow start. Like um, tail of two games, really. First yeah. half was awful. The second half was. It was awful. Yeah, it was I awful. Mean, I was like disappointed. Awful. I was like bored. Yeah. I was watching the. I had two TVs on. I was watching the PGA Tour playoff. Yeah, well, it was better. Than, it was better than the Dadgum Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm like, good gracious, man! They all told me this was going to be classic. What are we doing here? Can we somebody make a play? Anyway, we'll kick it around. It's a busy, busy Monday right here on the drill. Yeah. All right, sports concepts and rationalizations. We call it the 10 minute drill. At the end of the drill. We like to hand out a prize pack. Do we have some razzle dazzle this week? Yeah, we got a little razzle dazzle. I hope y'all not too full from eating all them wings yesterday because we got a $25 gift card to oh. Mr. Chubby's. Holla at your boy. Mm. Looking at the uh, 
Niners free agent list this offseason? Yeah, it's not. They've, most they've of their guys no are one. under contract. Yeah, yeah, all the good ones are under contract. Yeah. I guess Chase Young, who didn't really Nobody impact. Knows. Chase Young has been nothing but a, a disappointment. Yeah. And look, he had a he had a good game yesterday, a couple of plays, but they, I've heard nothing good about him. Like no, takes I, plays off, yeah, doesn't hustle. Do much but, at all. Yeah. Anyway, Chase Young. What did they trade for him? I don't know. Fourth hey, rounder, maybe. What does it matter? Tayshawn Gibson. Some that just seems like something the Jags would have done. They would have traded for Chase Young, and he would have done yeah. what he did for them. But see, the difference is they're good enough all the way around as an organization to overcome it. Yeah, Jav- uh, Javon Kinlaw was a former first-round pick, also hasn't done much. Sam Darnold, Oren Burks, Cleveland Farrell, Randy Gregory, Kevin Givens, Sebastian just, Joseph just Day, Ben Barch. Still in, guys. Charlie Warner, Demetrius Depth. Flanagan Foles, Logan yeah. Ryan, Chris Conley. I wonder about Shout the- out to Chris Conley. Right? the. I wonder about the salary cap. Yeah, that might start to catch up with you. I yeah. got to think that with all that high level talent, there, there's got to be a few guys that they got become... Brock Purdy for nothing. Don't forget. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, it was. Um, uh, it's just funny, man. Like. There's little things that happen in a game that when you're not a great team are magnified. And then there's little things like like the Chiefs blow timeouts all the time and watching the playoffs. Right. But it doesn't matter. Because they overcome it. Or, you know, happy for Jawan Taylor. Nice guy. Got a Super Bowl ring. I mean, boy, they killed him in September. Yeah. I mean, he was the most penalized offensive lineman in the league. He's, mm-hmm. You know, didn't matter. He went one-on-one against Bosa. And Bosa killed fine. him. Bo- well, Bosa, I mean, Bosa had team, a hell I mean, of a game. Yeah. But it didn't matter. You know what I mean? They got Mahomes, man. Because they got Mahomes. And the Niners have all that talent, too. And The, the Niners, Niners are better than and, Kansas City. It's not even yeah. close, man. Purdy's go- good. Now, the Kansas City defense is because it's names that are emerging. Yeah. We, they're really good. But, I, you know, I mean, it's weird. It's kind of a weird, it's just a weird finale because the, the Niners had played so sketch in the playoffs, yet they, they came out, especially defensively, right? Uh-huh. They, the, they let the Lions and Packers both go for 20-plus in the first half. So to hold the Chiefs to three at halftime. Oh, it was terrific. Really, they, they, they were inspired yes. by how poorly they had played. Like, like that narrative we said, it's strange for a team to be in the Super Bowl and the narrative be they need a reset, but yeah. they did. They needed a reset, and they got a reset. Yeah. And um, the defense did their part. They they Look, I know they both turned it over in the red zone, but the 49ers could less afford that turnover in the red zone. They yeah. needed to capitalize yeah. more. They even a field goal there and that extra point that they needed to hit all that because the other guys got the magician. The other guys got a dude that was down three with twelve seconds to go in his own thirty. Like Pacheco's fumble, you yeah, know, eh, no big deal. We'll right. overcome it. No, right. They they had some the the the, the special teams play was obviously was a huge one. Those happen, you know, they happen, but that was a big one. He scored. Right, they scored right after that. First right? play. First play. Yeah, it's huge, man. But here's what's going to happen to uh, Dan when it comes to Mahomes. Maybe it's Rasheed Rice who develops, but there'll be some time in these next eight years where he has elite talent. He hasn't had elite talent. They've 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 gotten worse. Yeah. The Jags receivers are significantly better than the Chiefs receivers. Now they have Kelsey, obviously, but Ingram ain't no, you know. Chiefs had two first-round picks in 2022. They took Trent McDuffie and George Karloftis. Yeah. And they took them 21 and yeah. 30. Both yeah. of them boys ballers. Yeah. Those Both guys are balling. good football players. Yeah, they're yeah, they good football players. You know? We took Devin Lloyd. Rasheed Rice, a good football player. Yeah. Didn't have a great game yesterday. No. He kind of snapped it to... But his his development... it a little bit, but... His development helped Kansas City down the stretch. For sure. He's I a saw, kid who got better. I saw a player A, player B. He was statistically... 
a significantly better than Debo. Yeah. Ooh, how you feel about that, Dan? Uh. Well, Debo, here's the thing they, with Debo now. Debo's got some mileage on him, and Debo gets hurt a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, I'm, I'm not as... I'm, now, I'm, Rice did play one more game than Debo, but it was a relatively equal, you know, size. But Rasheed Rice had, like, 19 more catches. He had more yards, and yeah. they each had seven touchdowns. And the point is not he's as good as Debo, but I'm saying he might be better than we think. Yeah. Rasheed Rice, as they get better. Kelsey's, look, he's... he's will he play next year? Probably one more, won't he? Kelsey? Yeah. Heck yes. Yeah. Kelsey ain't going anywhere. Right. Kelsey loves it. What happens when Taylor breaks up with him now that she's made it through the Super Bowl well, and gotten all that crush? That would we uh, well, that's know, we it got an offseason to a... get over the heartache. If if she's going to dump him, she needs to dump him now. It's happening. Well, it, <laughs> no needs, it needs yeah. to go. It needs <laughs> to go down. There's no way now. this is going to last. Dang. It needs to go down. Yeah, now. no way. Well, she flew all the way across I, the world I, I, to come to the Super to Bowl. To be on TV, Dan. Is that what it was? Yeah. Strategical move? Yeah, for sure. She will dump him. He she won't just dump her. went to the Grammys where she won a hundred. Not a mention, nary a mention of your boy. Not even a in passing. Oh, not shout out to heart, my guy trying to heart, win a Super Bowl. Little nothing. Little fake little tattoo that only he, nothing. Nothing. Didn't even mention him. Mm. He didn't run up on the stage and give her a kiss, did he? No. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. E, what was the uh, uh, what was the score on the uh, halftime show? Oh, everybody loved it. I I, I enjoyed it. I didn't think everybody loved it, but I think it. Drew pretty much solid. I, I'm a, I'm a fan of Usher, so yeah. Okay. You, uh, so yeah, it's fair to say not everybody didn't love it, but it wasn't it, like panned. It wasn't like this is awful. It wasn't like right, this right, is, yeah, right. It wasn't Prince. Oh no, no, right. It, it wasn't, wasn't Prince. It wasn't Michael Jackson. No, it wasn't goat like, but it was good, right? Yeah, yeah, enjoyable. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and who and 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 uh, uh, Luda was in it. Luda was in it, right? Jermaine Dupree was in it. Lil Lil somebody John. Lil John. Lil John. Once I hear this, and I knew. You, you know what time it That's is. That's the only one I know. <laughs> there he is. Rewind it back. Yeah. You want it? Hold on, hold on. Let me break it back for you. Is Lil John our Kool Aid guy, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, he the Kool Aid dude. Yeah. Yeah, Lil John was probably. He was, like, he, he was like the highlight of the whole performance, in my opinion. Was it? Especially the shots joint. What about Alicia Keys? Eh, she fine in the mud, but eh, uh-huh. her, her voice kind of cracked a little bit. But okay. I mean, it happens. Okay. Usher on the skates, he's a killer on them skates. That boy a bad man on them skates. He can dance. Oh, yeah, he can move. That was uh, that was impressive. Keep so. that man away from them ladies, man, because, whew, man. Trouble? He, yeah, he trouble, man. Is he? He, he real touchy-feely. All right, all right. The Chiefs face the numbers two, three, four, and six offenses in the playoffs. They averaged combined 28.3 points per game this season. They only got 15.8 against Kansas City in the playoffs. Spagnolo got his third Super Bowl ring. Uh, what a great defensive coordinator. Third with three different teams, right? Rams, Giants. They faced numbers two. Th- oh, no. It's Giants and two Chiefs. Oh, it was. He didn't he, win it with the Rams. He was a head coach with the Rams. Because he wasn't the defensive coordinator oh, no, no, for no, the no. team that won. No, no, no. Yeah, he got four He went from Giants to Rams. Three, I think. He wasn't with the Giants. He went for the Giants to Rams, though. Yeah. That's what made him the Rams head coach. Yes, he did, I okay, so. I got you. I saw some troubling news on Freddie T. We're going to have to. What do you mean? We're going to have to work with Peter King a little bit. I thought that stat that we dropped the other day was another really impressive one. Yeah, we're going to need we're gonna need Peter King. Um, Let me find it. What was here. it? Most 100 yard. What was the, the stat? He was that, seventh most 100 yard games. games. Yeah. yeah. He's got so many of those on his side. Yeah. But we're going to need to. Um, Peter is good at 
kind of divulging as much as you can about the about the Hall of Fame vote. And uh, we'll get Sammy on at some point, too, because Sammy's... Okay, a, so what now? He's saying what? Well, let me get to it here. Okay. Just give me a second. It's it's sports concepts and rationalizations, okay. and right. so I want right. to yeah, rationalize I'm sorry. Here. I thought I missed something. A couple things were upsetting to me. So he was talking about on the Hall of Fame, 62nd Pro, Bowl, Pro Football Hall of Fame selection meeting. It was supposed to be in person in Atlanta on Jan 17, but they had snow and bad weather, so they had to do virtual again. Eight hours and 23-minute meeting all day. More contentious than usual but with deep and important discussions on several candidates. And this will drive you nuts, by the way, when I read some of this stuff. He says, discussions are confidential, so I'm not going to give many specifics, but here are the headlines. There were 19 who entered the day as candidates. Is by Peter the way. A, a voter? Yes. Okay. Uh, there are 19 who entered the day as candidates. Okay. Now, remember, and this is also yeah, troubling. They left one of the vets off. The oh, our guy, Buddy, guy. Buddy Parker didn't yeah. get in. Yeah, you got to rubber stamp that. I don't know who y'all think you are. Yeah, that was terrible. That guy's from, you guys weren't alive when that guy was doing his yeah, thing. Yeah, that's the vet, weak. If those that were say he's if, in, if, he's in. Yeah, he's yeah. in. Because yeah. now we got to move on to the yeah, next one. Yeah, these writers, the media has just that become so just like full But this of is ourselves. what he said. The five modern enshrinees, I got the feeling Peppers, Freeney, and Hester were the leaders in the clubhouse. <laughs> Hester, dude, I still yeah. don't get it. This is what he said. <laughs> Uh, Hester didn't make it last year. Nobody's had a two-year period of dominance in the return game that Hester had his first two years with the Bears. 11 kicks and punts for touchdowns in 06 and 07. And then most teams started managing special teams, so Hester couldn't beat them. So what? Anyway, uh, he talked about how Andre Johnson broke the receiver log jam. Um, he compared. He said Andre Johnson was bigger and just as fast as the other two, and he didn't play with Great quarterbacks. He played with Matt Schaub where... That's fair. You know. Anyway. Uh, biggest surprise, probably Antonio Gates not making it. I never thought he was a first ballot lock. We did. But he had a good chance in going in as a rookie candidate. More touchdown catches than any tight end ever. And again, I'm keeping in mind this as Peter espouses. They're 15. They're or 19. All have a case. I get it. But I definitely, I, I agree with you about the Hester stuff. I mean... If you're going to sit there and tell me Hester had a great two-year run, how can you discount 116 touchdowns, more touchdown catches than anybody ever at the tight end position? You can't. No. Anyway. Um, it's participation. I was unhappy war, with Buddy Parker not making it. It was one of the longest debates in the history of Hall voting. 70 minutes and 38 seconds. Who do seconds. these guys think they are, man? And I'm unable for Don't reasons know any of more voting about security to say do. something significant that was discussed. Parker, 4-1 and one is Detroit coaching error. Versus Paul Brown, two and one in league championship games, blah, blah, blah. I mean, anyway, what are we doing? This is, but we're getting, I'm getting to the okay. troubling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next year, a healthy class of new candidates comes up for five modern era slots. My guess in order of the top candidates for the class of 25 Gates, Vinatieri, Keekley, Manning, Eli, Suggs, Marshawn, Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, Torrey Holt, Eric Allen, Marshall Yender, Reggie Wayne. Uh, he, this is how he voted cut down to 10. Allen, Jared Allen, Anderson, Freeney, Harrison, Hester, Gates, Johnson, Peppers, Woodson. Cut down to five. Jared Allen, Freeney, Johnson, Hester, Peppers. That was this year? Yeah. He said, here is the time discussed for each candidate. Parker, 70 minutes, 38 seconds. And then everybody else is down to 15. Gratishar, 15. McMichael, 10. Powell, 15. Hester, 22. Gates, 35. Holt, 13. Johnson, 22. Wayne, 37. Taylor, 12 minutes, 8 seconds. What? We didn't get enough talk about Freddie T. 
So I don't see any. He's got. He doesn't even mention Freddie T in here. So that's what's troubling to me. I don't understand why anyone in the world thinks Marshawn Lynch is a better running back than Fred Taylor. That's so ridiculous, dude. E. Ridiculous! You're going to be caught in a blender on this one next year. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm caught in a blender, but Fred, like, not even Fred. close. Yeah, dude. I gotta go with Fred. Come on, man! All right, that's way in, too much. If we were in Good Morning Seattle, you might be singing well, a different tune. Well, that's way too much credit for a guy being on a team, man. Like the team gets Marshawn Lynch in. If Marshawn Lynch, just, he's got Marshawn Lynch six. That's what I mean. That's silly. Come on, Peter. So anyway, I got some work to do with Peter King. He's on our list. Right. Uh, we need to get him on a show, and we need to. Straighten him up a little bit about, and, and again, Prisco's good at that uh, with Peter because he has a good relationship with him. So hopefully he can. Uh, I, I don't. I, again, Fred is not. Some of these stat, stats are overpowering if you look at them. Thousand yard yeah. seasons, uh, hundred yard games, sure. uh, 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 number of rushes and yards per carry. I mean, he's in the elite category in these most important analytics, and it's like these jokers now act like analytics aren't a thing. I mean, if we're going to use them in a game. Stats. If you're going to listen, if you're going to use them in a game to make my team go for, you know, for fourth down on their own thirty-seven, then let's at least use them to get my guy in the hall. I got a Super Bowl-related pop quiz when we return. It's the Monday morning quarterback divorcementonly.com. Uh, six four one ten ten right now. Yeah. Come kind, come courteous, come correct. E, what are they going to win? Come kind, come courteous, come correct. Get you a twenty-five dollar gift card to Chubby's Wings. Holla at your boy. All right, welcome back. Hurdling towards the top of the hour, talk some Super Bowl with uh, the big fella, Don Anthony Baselli. That's coming up. It's it's over. Season is over. Got to lock in, celebrate. It's an important off season. Obviously, we've been talking about that. Now it really hits its firm foundation because everyone's back to the same starting point. Yeah, the twenty twenty four is a. It's a it's a blank canvas who can go and, and write a picture in that doesn't have a chief arrowhead in it, man. I mean, that's where yeah. we're at. It, it doesn't it seems like they're it, it's these have been different groups of players, Dan. I mean, he's winning with like just average running backs, he's winning with average receivers. You could argue they have progressively offensively, from a personnel standpoint, gotten worse every year he's been there. I mean, they just at one point they had Tyree Kill. You know, Juju Smith-Schuster, I think, caught 80 balls for them. I mean, I'm not saying that he's anything great, but, I mean, you're going to – you're picking up Miko Harden in midseason after a failed Jets free agent contract, and he's catching game-winning balls. I, Justin Watson is catching balls. Who are these guys? Yeah, I. it's funny you brought up Miko Hart. He's terrible, but yet he had two big catches in the Super Bowl, right? I mean, so it's hard to argue with what they were able to do. Um, they were terrific. Um, so, uh, but it's it's Mahomes. It's all 100%. Mahomes. Yeah. Or 98% Mahomes. I mean, and he is, he's a heck of a leader now. I'll say this. Uh, Peter King was the pool reporter. He covered the Chiefs practices, and he raved a little bit about Kelsey and how he was during the practices of pushing and screaming and yelling and wanting more and more and real, you know, and he gave a great, you know, it was Mahomes and Kelsey and uh, uh, Jones who gave the Saturday night speeches. And and Kelsey's speech to the team was, we got the formula, they don't. Basically, we know how to win this stuff. And it's they do. Right. He's right. So he's a nut job and he's, you know, but 
Listen, man, when they needed that big play, I mean, this guy, I, I haven't seen him run that fast in a long time when he took it all the way down to the 10 in regulation. I, I'll give you it's a like bet. like shot out of a rocket. Hey, let's don't, we're, like, let's where don't, was that from? Let's don't leave something out of the equation here. Mm-hmm. And I get it, by the way, that, that play they ran to, to Miko Hardman, it's being correct, that's a, kind of a Doug Peterson play from even at his time with Kansas City, and the Jags have run that. He ran that at Philly, I guess, but in, mm-hmm. a lot of people run it. It's not just the play itself, it's when to call it, right. how to prepare for it, how to set it up. But but Andy Reid's genius as a play caller can get lost in the shuffle here. Yeah. You know, if, if Patrick Mahomes were playing for, you know, Doug Marone or yeah. Todd Bowles or whoever. But again, would they be and I, I mean, I hate to say it, and they had to do it, but my God, if they ran one more third and short into the line, I was going to scream my head off. And they can't make it. They can't make it. They can't make it. And then in overtime, they were faced with fourth and one. But don't worry, they got Mahomes. Yeah, but so here, Mahomes the, will find a way to get the first down. And then here's why, you know, Pacheco had 18 carries for 59 yards. Mahomes let him but in Mahomes had 66 well, on nine. Here's the play. And that one play where he went for 22 yards was a great call. Here's the play, though, to me that jumped out as Reed's genius. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they said that, and I've watched a lot of Kansas City football. Yeah. I mean, I have got Travis Kelsey was lead guy on my fantasy team. I watched a lot of Chiefs football this year. Okay. Not saying that this play wasn't run one time somewhere. Yeah. But just the straight up planned attack of put it in Pacheco's belly and everyone goes this way, pull it right out and sprint through. Yeah. It's the first time they run it all year, I think right. they said. Yeah. yeah. Wide open, 22 yards. Yeah. That's genius. Yeah. You could stick with all these other plays, yeah. run another drag route, yeah. let Kelsey find a soft spot to know that that's hitting right there like it is, like it did. Mm-hmm. You think he he probably set that play up all that's year right. just yeah. to run it in the Super that's Bowl. Right. The right time. That's yeah. right. That's right. Can I get pop quiz music, please? Oh, yeah. I saw that uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes already at the age of 28. Only three, three players in Super Bowl history have won at least three MVPs. This isn't the, the pop quiz. That's okay. Brady... Had five Super Bowl MVPs. Mm-hmm. Mahomes and I believe Montana now each have three. Okay, but what well, I not wanted, many quarterbacks have won three Super Bowls. By the way, well, it's like the, Aikman, uh, Montana, Bradshaw, Bradshaw, Mahomes and Brady. Did Manning win only two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Here's your pop quiz. I'm ready. This is a Super Seven. Ooh. Ooh. My once favorite moment. We once had the Super Six here. <laughs> it didn't go well. Yeah, nobody listened to me. Never, quote, engaged. Yeah. All right. Quarterbacks mm-hmm. with a minimum mm-hmm. of 10 postseason starts. Mm-hmm. In no particular order. Okay. I will put the over-under at six. Okay. Okay. I need the seven quarterbacks with the best postseason winning percentage. Oh. Minimum 10 starts. Well, okay. There's a couple here you can just you Brady. Brady. Brady is is fifth at seven twenty nine, but he's first with the most wins. Thirty five and thirteen. Seven twenty nine puts I'm sorry, six puts him sixth in postseason winning percentage all time. Um, go with Patrick. Patrick Mahomes is number two all time. He's fifteen and three. Montana. Montana just makes the list. He's number seven. Six ninety six. He's sixteen and seven. Even though he lost Super Bowls, he went there, I would say, Elway. Game ends. Come on, Danny. What? Want to keep going? Want to keep playing a little bit? 
Yeah, I'm going to give you a, uh, a, you want hints or what do you want to do here? You said winning percentage? Best winning percentage in playoff history. Yeah, playoff history. Winning percentage. Number seven, Joe Montana, 696. No, John Elway. Hmm. What you think about Big Ben? Oh, I know one. Okay. How many games did you say? Minimum, Minimum 10, 10 starts. Bart Starr. Bart Starr is nine and one. He's number one, nine and one. Ninety percent of his games. So you got Bart Starr number one, ninety percent. Patrick Mahomes number two. What's Elway's record? I don't have Elway. Only have the top seven. All right. Montana is seven. Brady is six. You're missing the uh, middle three. I think two of these you should definitely get, and uh, that'll at least tie. The, and then the one is hard, will be harder, I think, to to recall. But two of these are really obvious ones to me. Dana, what you think about? Big Ben or Russ? Danger Russ. No, I think that. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll give you another one. Does Russ have 10? I don't think Russ has 10. Uh, no? Uh, no, uh, old school. You got to yeah. go uh, Steelers. Kay. Bradshaw. Yeah, Bradshaw. Okay. He yeah. won four Super Bowls. Yeah, 14 and 5, 737. He's fourth all time. There's another guy. And I'll give you another one. He's another Bradshaw of a different era. Who's um, got to come to mind? I think I know who it is. Mm-hmm. Well, he won three Super Bowls, and then he didn't really go to the playoffs other times. So Aikman. Aikman. Yeah. Aikman, 11-4. and four. I really thought Steve Young may be here. He may not have 10 either. Although he probably does. All right, uh, Aikman, yeah. So there's one left, and I thought it would be more. the hardest. That's why I put it at six. Okay. Looking for the top winning uh, percentages in playoff history among starting quarterbacks. Minimum 10 starts. We got them all but one. Uh, Bart Starr is number one. Patrick Mahomes is number two. We're missing number three on 80% of his postseason starts. <clears throat> There's a guy I'm surprised you didn't say because he's known for having that good record, although he lost this year. That was Flacco. Remember, he had a good one, yeah. but it's yeah, not him. Flacco. It's yeah. Not him, though. He's not, not 696. He was like 10 and <clears throat> like 5 was he? or be, 10 and yeah. 6. Was it the same quarterback quarterback in the Bills when they went the three or the four times Yeah, Jim Kelly. Yeah, it's not him. No. Okay. Apparently, when you lose those Super Bowls, it really knocks into your percentage. Because <laughs> yeah. Elway did the same thing, lost a bunch. This guy. It's not Peyton. Peyton always this, lost. This guy. It, um, I don't know who it is. I'll, I'll, I guess forever. He's a Raiders quarterback. Snake? That's how, I knew that you would say that. That's how hard this question was. Oh, Plunkett? It's Plunkett. Uh, Jim Plunkett. Well, I'm surprised that he had 10 starts, Dan. Yeah, he won two Super Bowls. Eight and two, though. Jim Plunkett, eight and two, third best all time. All right, that's a pop quiz. Breakfast with Baselli is next. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorceMenOnly.com. All right, we're Justin on the fly here, uh, tracking down Tony Baselli. Apparently, the Vegas nightlife has gotten him. Oh, I, I don't no. know. Just saying. I'm just speculating. Speculating at this point. Uh, Dan, it's that time of year. It's become a drill tradition. Yes. But it the has. Big Orange course, these two, you want to talk about Hall of Famers? Uh, we got new shirts this year, which I'm digging. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I like the new shirts. It's a good deal. Now, we. Yeah. Are you guys on? Yeah, we're on oh, right yeah, now. Oh, yeah. We're on, on the. Uh... Yeah. Right there. Buddy. Everywhere. Oh, right there. Look at that. The whole yeah. thing. You're on okay. TV. Too. Mike Sobolewski, uh, just like. The granddaddy, right? I mean, you've been that's about so right. a lot of years you've been yes. coming in here and doing this. Yes, indeed. You guys, you indeed. maintain that deep, resonant voice. I don't know how you do it. I, I neither do I. <laughs> <to think of. laughs> All right. Tell folks how this whole singing Valentine thing came about. And boy, it's just become incredibly popular. You guys are going to fill up based on this incredible offer we're about to give folks out yeah. there. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. What we've done is, is we, for many years, we are looking for something to give back and something for a kind of a fun type of uh, 
show of us. Yeah. I think that we devised this singing Valentine's in which we send out a quartet to where your Valentine is that you order. And we will sing a couple songs to them and completely embarrass them. And, <laughs> and, and we do it uh, at, at where they work or at restaurants. We go to restaurants in the evening. And, and it's really a, it's a lot of fun for us. And uh, It's a great deal, by the way. Yeah. You guys need to learn about inflation. You've been charging this $75 for 15 years, so they still get that incredible deal. They call 355-SING. You can order that way. 355-SING, yes. Or you can go to BigOrangeCores.com. That is correct. And I went there. You just click a button, simple as that, get the instructions, and then you guys will be delivering pretty much all day tomorrow right. and, and Valentine's Day that, Wednesday. That is correct. So that's perfect. This is also a nice fundraiser for you all to keep your – Big orange chorus going along, that is correct. and yes. so it's uh it's it's and by the way, if you're sitting out there and you haven't done it before, maybe you haven't. It's been years. It's it can take care of Valentine's Day right now. You go to Big Orange Chorus, you click it. The the your wife, your girlfriend, your husband, your Guggen, whoever it is, will be because you deliver to guys now too, right? Sometimes oh, yes. the ladies oh, order. Oh yeah. Definitely. Do you Definitely. have one story that stands out over the rest of them, or? Oh gosh, ah! we, we got a lot of chuckling going on here. Huh? Yeah, somebody have one? They want to. He might have to come in and tell it <laughs> over <laughs> here. Uh, uh, all right, come on. He's got one. You, uh, you know what? Might go over the move there because it's going to get y'all set up anyway. Okay. Yes. Just talk right, right into this one. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah, my favorite was my first come year on. singing. My first year singing. We mm-hmm. uh, one of my first deliveries. Yes. I had been a barbershopper for all of two months. Okay. Okay. And my first delivery, one of them was to a tattoo shop. Okay. okay. To the tattoo artist okay. from his girlfriend. All right. Okay. <laughs> and everyone else in the shop just loved us. They had no idea what was coming. Yeah, was that's amazing. a little, yeah. There you go. <laughs> but All delivering right. for, for unexpected people in unexpected places is sure. one of the best parts yeah. of the day. All right. So, again, 355-SING, or you can go to BigOrangeChorus.com. The boys, they uh, didn't, we didn't tell you everything. They're going to come. They'll deliver a couple singing Valentines. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a big Hershey's kiss. You're going to get a personalized card. And you're going to get a rose. I mean, look, all that for all that for seventy five dollars. Yeah, I'm just going to tell you all this. I don't mean to get in your business. All right, let's talk price point when you're done. Price point. Let's go up in a hundo, right, Hick? Couldn't they get a hundo? Please. For this? Easy. All right, so let, ninety nine, ninety nine. We're going to get a, a couple of examples of just what the boys will be belting out. Should um, should we move Dan's mic to there and then he move to here? And point the two micro. Like they're going to probably need two pointed out that way, Hick. True. One there. We need one more, right? Don't you? They can get around that yeah, one. Right. Okay. Closing tight there. We'll you want there. me to hold? Should, what if I hold it up higher? Would that help at all, or is it good right where it is? I think we'll be okay. Okay, well, so pick we'll, it up just fine. So you'll kill our mics. Uh, this is the big orange course. Going to give you not one, don't but kill two. my mic. Yeah, because it'll it'll echo. I'm going to sing. Oh no! Don't let him sing, guys. Uh, I know we did that one time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go well? It did not go okay. well. Okay. All right, here they we are. The Big Orange Course. 355 Sing. Order your singing Valentine for the next uh, two days. A dog got the harmonica. Heart of my heart, I love you. Life would be not without you. Light of my life, my dog.
I feel like I should be on a porch swing drinking lemonade. That's where it takes me when I when I hear those uh, dulcet tones. So there's just one example: three five five sing, big orange course, a dot com. They always they they got to do two, right? They got to it. one for the road. One for the road. I mean, uh, yes. They, and we, you forgot to mention that when they order, yes, singing Valentine and say that they got it courtesy on here. Get a $5. Another five. Oh, the guys just want to give wow. it to. You. I mean, gas alone. I don't. I just. All right. Uh, so <laughs> the seventy-five dollars goes down to seventy when you mention ten ten XL. And I'm telling you, there there'll be a rush here these next couple of days. So oh, yeah. get in line. Do <laughs> they it sell now. out, baby. Yes, yeah, it, it, it takes sell take, out. I don't want to uh, you know scare you away from ordering, but but order because it's a very popular. It's so cool. Again. You're a hero. It's just you one year you get to take Valentine's Day off. You did it one year. I've done it. Dan's yeah. done it. We've all done it. That's right. <laughs> all right, here we go. Song number two. Let me call you, sweetheart. I'm in love with you. Let me hear you whisper Glowing in your eyes so true. Let me call you sweetheart. I'm in love with you. Oh yeah. Those are my guys. BOC. Big Orange Course, in the everybody. House. All right, go to bigorangecourse.com, order it up 75 bucks, mention 1010XL, take advantage of that. You'll get five dollars off. They will uh schedule the Valentine. Again, yes. they'll go to your to the place of uh, employment, they'll go to a restaurant, they'll meet you at the park for a picnic. Uh <laughs> guaranteed to surprise. And I promise you this, it'll be memorable. You'll Absolutely. be talking about you'll be talking about and this. They, yes, they will you know, you'll be very much thanked. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Cool. Appreciate y'all. Good Thanks, job. fellas. Thank so Good job as Good always. See y'all. Hick, I'll get him scooted out. Okay. This way. All right. See if you can find that big lughead, Bazzelli. All right. That's a big orange chorus. Make sure you get a part of that. And uh, they, those guys do a great job, and they do it all the time. We're gonna take a picture. Oh, picture. Yeah, Getting we'll a little picture here with the yeah, boc. Pretense here. We we'll let you right behind the curtain. We're shuffling around. Take a picture. Come take a picture. Leave your post in there. All right, bet. The you leave the post. Here. All y'all come on. Everybody get behind. I'll stay here. Keep it rolling here on the air. I'll tell you how it's going. We got to get a photo. Is what we got to do. This is a beautiful moment. Boc in the house right here, live on 1010 XL, bringing us great music, and the picture. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. So, happy Valentine's Day. Good to see you, Mike. Appreciate you. God bless. A uh, lot going on here. We keep it rolling, and uh, we'll talk about. Uh, oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. I got a card. All right, I'm in. Listen. So, here's the thing about uh, the Niners and the Chiefs yesterday. Do you know, E? I got a question for you. Do you know who the highest-rated quarterback, high school quarterback in that game was? Uh, Niners Chiefs? Yeah. I, I would probably say Sam Darnold. That's maybe. a good, that's a really good guess. Was not Sam Darnold. No. No. Um, guess again. Highest rated quarterback in that game. Coming uh, out of high school. Coming out of high school. Yes, then, sir. Is, then probably Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, another good guess. Also incorrect. No. No. Hey. no. There's a who, guy who was higher rated who's, who's, than Brock Purdy, Sam Donald, Patrick Mahomes, Blaine Gabbert. Mm-hmm. Who, who was it? Who was, who's What's Patrick the question? Mahomes backup quarterback. 
Who's backing him up? Blaine Gabbert. Then, is it, then obviously it's Blaine Gabbert. Obviously right? it's not. It's Juwan Jennings. <laughs> Dang. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Juwan Jennings coming to yeah. high school. was the highest-rated quarterback in that game yesterday. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> now, yeah, one pass. Juwan Jennings threw a touchdown in the swamp on that same play. Yeah. Against the Gators yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, I saw that. I was reminded of that yesterday. Also, the Niners are 0 2 now when Juwan Jennings throws a touchdown pass. So, oh, in their history. Yeah, they lost both games in which he threw a touchdown I, pass. Listen, uh, Shan- and by the way, also know of someone who had the non quarterback touchdown pass in the props, and it was probably. 30 to 1. Like, it was a $300 payday for They said they took a bath on a couple of the props. One, a lot of people bet it to go overtime at 11 to 1. Uh huh. And a lot of people had McCaffrey to score a touchdown at like 3 or 4 to 1. Oh, that that would have been a no brainer. He scored one every game. Yeah. I think. Why wouldn't you? I think every postseason game he's played in. Wow. I want to say. I I don't, 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 you know what? He is, and and he stayed healthy all year. That's the only thing about McCaffrey's, and, and he got through a season unscathed and. It, he was terrific. Eighty and eighty yesterday. Eighty yards rushing. Yeah, yeah. He and and if there is a criticism, I don't think there's going to be a pounding drumbeat of Shanahan blew it or Shanahan's not good enough or Shanahan can't win the big game. But he did when his team had the lead to come out of the third quarter, uh, up ten three, up ten six with with two first three possessions. He didn't run McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. He passed it seven times. You have the offensive player of the year. They should have come out intent on really establishing. McCaffrey in the run. I just don't get it. So, not to look ahead, but next year, opening NFL weekend there in September, Thursday night, the Kansas City Chiefs will host, my guess, the Baltimore Ravens, because they do play them at home next year. You got the Chargers, the Broncos, the Raiders. You could do the Texans. You could do the Ravens. You could do the Bengals. They got a great home schedule, man. The Saints and the Bucks. Yeah, they got an awesome home. Spot. I mean, take your pick. You could do C.J. Stroud and the Texans. You could do Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. You could do Joe Burrow comes to town. You could do the Chargers, Broncos, or Raiders. You could do the Saints or the Bucks. They got another hellacious schedule, and they'll probably they've kind of settled in now. They'll probably go eleven and six, win the ninth or tenth straight AFC West, and go from there. Well, I think I think the one thing is ridiculous. Got Jim Harbaugh on that division now, though, too, yeah. going forward. I, I will say that, and 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 Peyton did good work with a bad team. I mean, Sean Payton's not a oh, lovable, you hear the, you hear not the, a lovable uh, guy, yeah. but he did good work. They, they became they they got good quick under one him. One of the one of the NFL notes over the weekend is that they haven't closed the door on reworking Russ and keeping him. Yeah, it's one of the things they're going to discuss. I don't, I don't think that that's a, but you would have, make a losing. You would have the Chiefs, say Ravens or Chiefs Bengals on Thursday night. Then you're going to have the Eagles. Most likely, I, I looked at Peter King's column today. He, he thought the Browns, Eagles, Browns would game. be the game. Uh, it really comes down to Eagles Browns or Eagles Falcons. I think they're going to go Eagles Browns. Oh, that's a shame. I'd like to see the Falcons get on a, on a Friday I'd like night. To, I'd like to add Brazil to the list of fr- places we've been beaten on a Friday night in Brazil. So uh, yeah, so that you'll have that going next weekend, opening NFL weekend, and and really it's you know the Brazil game is not bad just because it's a Friday night of opening weekend, which means you guys can they can go out there for the week. They're done playing preseason the Thursday previous. They can play that one game, get back uh, Saturday morning, and then have the whole weekend off. Uh, by the way, the Niners will be back. Oh, yeah. They're really good. They got a good oh, yeah. young quarterback. So, like, any notion that the Niners are going to take a step back is ridiculous. They weren't that awesome this year. I Who in the NFC is coming? 
I guess the Lions and Packers, right? Who who would be the young? Because I listen, Cowboys, Eagles, pfft, eh, Niners are at the same stage as those guys, and they've proven to have the staying power and be better. They got better talent. They're better players. There was a moment during the game last night that I thought was a little bit stupid. Okay. Um, by Shanny. All right. Uh, fourth and three. Yeah, I would have got the points there, but it worked, so you can't, you know. It worked. Yeah, I would have got the points there. I was real risky to I was, me. That, I was ready for that to be my rant this morning. Yeah, real risky. Yeah. Uh, fourth and three, man, like Andy Reid kept tying the game or kicking the field goals, and I thought that was smart. 57. How about in the 57 previous Super Bowls? This was kind of stunning to me. In the 57 previous Super Bowls, there were only seven 50-yard or more field goals and the longest ever was like Steve Christie, 54 yards. Yeah. We had a rookie kicker from he Michigan knock a 55-yarder through. Then we had Harrison Butker break that with a 57-yarder. Then we added a 52-yarder as well. We had three 50-plus yarders when in the previous 57, we had seven. That was crazy that there haven't been that many field goals, long field goals in the Super Bowl. Especially because of the elements. You're always playing indoors. You're playing in kicking, conducing, conducive places usually, right? If you're yeah. going to try to guy out, it's not like the winds are blowing and it's, you know, 38 degrees. Yeah. So I thought that was another interesting. Where's the Super Bowl next year? No could you see a world? Could you see a world or where they never do this? They want to spread the wealth where the Super Bowl should just be in Las Vegas every year. No, oh, no, 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 no. But I think, I think we're going to get back into a NOLA, Vegas, L.A., uh-huh. Arizona maybe. Dallas. Jerry's Dallas, always going to yeah. have it. Miami's never going to lose it. I don't and know. I, if you're, I think if you're going to do – here's what I'd like to see them do now. Mm-hmm. Because they all have great stadiums. Mm-hmm. So I'm just about, it's time to get out of New Orleans, Miami, the I same know. I think I think Let's go you to know the, what? Go play no. it in Atlanta. Play it in Charlotte. Listen. Play it in Jacksonville. Yeah. Play it in oh, that's what I mean. Houston. I think, I think Tennessee's building a new stadium. Yeah. They get Buffalo. one. We build play a new it. stadium. Yeah. We get one. By the way, there was an interesting article this weekend by uh, uh, Gankarski. He's a longtime guy in town on the stadium. Okay. And it stood out to me because, it, and again, I don't know enough about it. Um, I know this. They wanted the stadium deal in front of city council by the spring. Okay. It's almost spring. It now looks like it'll be this summer. Um, but it seemed like, and again, I, I, I'm jumping the gun here, so bear with me. It seemed like we're moving away from the whole area, and we're focusing just on the stadium. Now, again, that, and that seems like it's a change. And it seems like there's little things going on here that, you know, and again, not an expert on it or whatever, and certainly worth a read. But it seems like maybe we're moving away from the big picture and focusing just on the stadium, which, again, I don't know. I'm all for personally, you know. Again, I'm, I'm forgetting I'm a the stadium guy. so we have a place to play, and then if they want to piecemeal it after that, I don't. I, I'm, I'm more. In, I want that stadium. To, that stadium is going to be so nice. Yeah, it'll have its own. I, I well, think, that's how it starts, Jeff. But yeah. then you start picking away at it, and that's what I don't like. I don't like the picking away at it. I just want it done. Yeah, I want oh, yeah, it I signed you. and sealed and delivered, and let's work it out and let's get her done. So, yeah. and I know Mike Weinstein is representing the city side, and he had some interesting quotes on it, and I'll find it in the next Mike's segment. He's been around we'll for a long time. Here. He's not his first rodeo Right, either. but it's it's something that, 
and again, we've we've talked about this. Obviously, it, it must get done. It needs to get done, and it should get done prudently. And it, and then we need to move on. So, um, but it's something to keep think an that eye on. Thinks it, that because it's we're heading. We're almost into March. Well, no, we're not. We're halfway through February, but we're getting close to March. And again, there is a transition of power in city council. And I know that Ron Salem is the current city council president. And Dude, I civics one hundred and one. You guys are going to be teaching uh, another class at UNF. I mean, I don't, I'm not interested in that, but I'm just giving you the bare bone facts. I don't know Court much reporter, more than that. Dan Hicken. I just know this. I I think that. Listen, we need to get this thing done. I think we will, but yeah, to your point, the sooner the better. The I mean, longer we all sit lingers. there and say, "I think I know, we will," and then I, I start hearing the little negatives, the little yeah, negatives. That's and then always going to be that way. Those things start changing. Like to do that, I don't like that. And there I will just, be a minority of people that are going to scream from their holy place of better than you that we should be doing something else rather than supporting a billionaire in football. Yeah, just try and ignore them as best you can. They're just part. They're killjoys. Yeah. They're just little killjoys that'll try and find some this, that, or the other, and they'll do it with this intellectual superiority t- to you that will drive you crazy if you listen to them. Yeah. Bleep them. Let's go, blue collar, get us a stadium, right. enjoy our football, and then y'all build all the parks and fix all this, that, and the other that you can. Stuff that you haven't fixed in all these years without this price tag. So, no, not playing. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, we'll see uh, going forward how it is, and and but hopefully it's something that can be uh, – Worked out here fairly quickly. I have a, a speech trap, BT, if Please. we will. So we don't need that this Monday. Maybe you won. Your... I tell you what. Well, more on that in a second. Uh, right now, though, I'm uh, brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessories, uh, radar detection, and more with my friends over at CTA. Uh, 295 north of Dames Point. So if you're uh, headed that way, keep those speeds down. That's not a place to be speeding to begin with on that Dames Point bridge. But keep that cash in your pocket. Keep the, seats, the uh, streets safe. That's a drill speed trap alert brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessories. I, I have a pest of the day. I'm going to feed off of something that you've mentioned already, but mm-hmm. in many ways, this organization got exactly what it deserved this weekend. They got exactly what it deserved. We'll do that more when we return. Oh, okay. Um, it's the Monday morning quarterback divorce, men only.com. Yeah. He's back. He's ready to rock and roll. He's talking Super Bowl with us today. He's Don Anthony Baselli, Jr., number 355, number 71 in your program, number one in your heart. Good morning, sir. That's a lot of numbers. Oh, yeah. Good morning. Uh, sorry, I missed you. I didn't even hear my day. Yeah, it happens. It was, it was sitting in my pocket. Well, there you go. It's supposed to, isn't it supposed to, like, buzz or hum or vibrate or something? Uh, right? It, nothing happened. Wow. My, mine does that oftentimes, coffee. and my wife yells at me about it. Why don't you answer the phone? I said, I don't know. It didn't go. It didn't It didn't buzz. Uh, Tone, uh, yeah. do you have a Vegas story? You went out there, right? Give us, a, give us a, something about Vegas and the Super Bowl. What did you think of that city hosting? It was cold. Okay. Um, I mean, in one sense, it's a great city because, I mean, you can walk pretty much everywhere if you're on the Strip. And there's plenty of restaurants and plenty of hotel rooms. Um, but Vegas by itself, is, if you guys have been there, is a lot for a few days. You had the Super Bowl, <laughs> you had the Super Bowl on top of it. Holy cow. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, uh, it was a big part. It was a lot of things going on, a lot of people. Uh-huh. Um, I thought the NFL did great. I, w- I was happy. It sounds like, ev- you know, everyone got out of there with no player problems, or I think that's what, you know, the question was. Because, you know, people can get can get into trouble in Vegas all by themselves without a Super Bowl. For sure. Um, but it was, yeah, I think it was good. Uh, it's, a, it's a great entertainment city. It, it's used to hosting big events. 
So, and I thought the game was great. So I got out of there. Obviously, I got out of there Saturday morning. Okay, I was not staying. I was not going to stay for the game. Right, and uh, got here and watched it from home. And and it went about how I expected. Actually, I someone uh, said, "What do you think?" I said, "I think the 49ers are the better team." Yeah, no question. But I think the Chiefs have the with the experience in Mahomes, and then Reed on the sideline. I just think they're going to win. I mean, they're just. God, they're 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 a tough out. I'll pick them to win next year, sight unseen. I think it's pretty funny. Vegas has made the 49ers the favorite. Why? Yeah. Why? Mahomes. Yeah, guys, Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah. Bad news for you the AFC be, there, Tone. Well, you got to bury them when you have a chance. And the Niners had a chance yep. in the first half. Yep. The Jags and had a chance here in that early game. Yeah. Yep. And you got to bury them when you have a chance. And they just. They didn't, and they got going, made adjustments in the second half, got Kelsey involved, and then they got Mah- – I mean, Mahomes just – It's Mahomes. He's so good, Tony. Yeah. I feel like their offensive talent has gotten worse since he won his first Super Bowl, and he just keeps oh, winning. Has. Yeah. But, this, but let's – I mean, Mahomes is the centerpiece, but that defense is good. Yeah. Tony, wouldn't That's you say, that. though, wouldn't you say that in the lines of scrimmage, San Fran won? It seemed to me, right? Um, I thought in the first half for sure. Uh-huh. But I thought in the second half, I thought the Chiefs' offensive line got much, well, they didn't, much better. They didn't run the ball much at all, except for Mahomes. And Bosa had like 10 pressures, and they were raving about how he, you know, they didn't let – if Patrick got outside, he was getting outside going backwards, you know, not – Especially early, especially yeah. like the first, first half. half. It yeah. seemed like the second half he got into his rhythm a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I'm not this guy, but, I mean, yeah, we're almost saying the same thing over and over again. Oh, yeah. I'm like, and by the way, mm-hmm. he was he was a little bit trying to fit it into what he wanted it to be. Like that Bosa was feeling it and right. like, you know. I You thought Juwan I mean, Taylor did, did a nice job on, on uh Bosa. I don't think it was terrible. Yeah, I don't think it was I terrible. Think, I don't either. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Bosa wrecked the game. I mean I I didn't there was no sense, you know, and a couple times this happens Mahomes. Mahomes steps up, he steps up into a sack one time. But like I didn't listening to the game, you'd have thought he was just under mm-hmm, mm-hmm. attack every play. I didn't watching the game; it didn't feel that way. I okay. didn't. Okay. And, and I thought I thought in the second half they got some nice runs going when they needed to mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought Andy Reid did a good job, even though they were only getting you know two, three, four with Pacheco stuck to it. Um, got Kelsey going, and they and then you know what they've done this year is they've used. The passing attack is, you know, a short passing attack is like a little bit of a run game, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, the Niners are very good. And really good. Yeah, and Purdy, really good and Purdy, by the way, wasn't bad. He was good. He was, you know. He, I thought Purdy was outstanding. Yeah. I think they didn't score touchdowns. And, and they and they fumbled a punt. That's why they lost. They yeah. they, they muffed a punt, and they McCaffrey didn't score a touchdown. Had a big fumble they early. went jags yeah. on us. They'd go down, and they would get stifled. I feel like this is how we talk about it. A Jags close well, loss. Well, but you know the reality is, is the Chiefs were worse in the in the red zone. In the uh, until the end of the game, they're one for four in the red zone. The Chiefs, they were yeah, field goals. But they have Mahomes. They overcome all the little mistakes that are magnified when you lose. They get tossed away like wasting well, a timeout or whatever. You know, if the, if 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 the uh, if the Forty Nineers don't have to punt, they might win that game. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mahomes would have figured yeah, it out. It feels that well, way. I'm not. I'm just saying. But I mean, Jeff's right. Plays like that, and yeah. I, so, I mean, 
at least in, from my standpoint, it's mm-hmm. enough of saying that Purdy's a game manager. Sure, one of the best quarterbacks. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh, he played. I mean, he played well. He played very good. He was, you know, he did, he's been a starter for two years. Yeah. He's taken his team to the NFC title game into the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> but it just, but and again, that makes you wonder though. I mean, what is it? Because t- I'll say this. I said this earlier, and you're, you'll probably disagree. We, it. I, I feel like if Patrick Mahomes was the quarterback of the 49ers with McCaffrey and Debo and Ayuk and Kittle and that O-line. And Purdy, as good as he is, was the quarterback of the Chiefs. The score would have been like 38-10 to 10 Niners. Well, Mahomes is clearly way yeah, above well, everybody I, I, I get it. That yeah. much, though. I mean, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't I know you don't. agree with yeah. that. I don't. I, just, I will say this, though. I'm not saying Purdy's as good as Mahomes. Nobody is. Right. No, 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 I know. I, I, this was like, more I about mean, Mahomes than Purdy. I guess that's what I'm saying. But, I don't know what it, I mean. Like here's how the quarterback kind of rankings go in this league. Mahomes first. Yeah. Yeah. The only one who's close to him, in my opinion, is Josh Allen. And Josh Allen is a freak. Okay. I mean, what he does and the way he plays. I mean, I could argue that he's the MVP of the, of the league. Um, just how much he does. Now, he's got, I mean, the turnovers, you know, kind of kill you all the time. You know, you, you worry about that. But, I mean, the guy had over 50 touchdowns this year. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Allen did. He's unreal. Yeah. And, and But those two guys, then, then you get into the categories of the Joe Burrow and mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson territory. But to me, it's Mahomes and, and, and Josh Allen are, like, just better. Right. With Mahomes at the very top. And I don't think anyone's all that close to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. And I think he's that good, but but I think we missed the point of this Chiefs team. If you don't look at the total team, because that defense was terrific. Kept them in, yeah, in yeah, the that's the best one they faced. They faced Tony. They faced the four four of the top six offenses in the NFL that were averaging combined twenty eight point three points per game in the regular season. They held them to fifteen point three. That defense. And I'll tell you what, that kid uh, back there it was a McDuffie. Ooh, mm-hmm. That kid's a baller, yeah, first rounder. Well, McDuffie and Snead, both those guys are studs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they got the two. I mean, they're linebackers. Um, Bolton and Gay are great. Yeah, you that put D line is just all of them. Yeah, big. I mean, obviously Chris Jones. Crazy. Yeah, who was that one big dude last night that I hadn't heard of all Pennell. year? Make it, yeah. Who's that Pennell. guy? Yeah. I mean, he's making oh, plays. Yeah, he's- I'm like, good God, where do they find these people? Well, he's been around the league for a while. He's just a big run stopping. Well, he did. He dang sure did when he had to, you know. And so they like they and I and I think if you look at the offensive line, I, and I know if you listen to Tony Romo, you'd have thought the Forty ers were just like killing him. I didn't yeah. see it that way okay. the whole game. All right. You look at the interior; they're without they're all pro left. Yeah. Part, but still, yeah. I mean, they're they're good up front. And I thought, you know, the two tackles, uh, Taylor and. Uh, 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 Smith that struggled with penalties all year, but again, if you watch it, they had a good plan. They chipped when they needed to. Mm-hmm. Those are good outside rushers. It, it never felt like while the Niners were good up front, and yeah, they got some good pressure and they did a good job with Mahomes. I'm not, I mean, of trying to right. harass him as he got outside the pocket. They did an outstanding job, right? But it wasn't like. At any point in that game, I feel like, oh gosh, they can't block them at all. Right. It's like a right. free for all, just hitting the quarterback and pounding them every play. And I mean, it was a really good defensive line, and I thought the Chiefs' offensive line had a good game plan, and and for the most part, you know, allowed them to operate. And when it mattered most in the fourth quarter and overtime, 
I thought they controlled the line of scrimmage. They, they had two big drives when they needed it. Yeah, and and well, what do you know? The third third time for Mahomes already. Uh, Tony, will the Jaguars take best available player on draft day, or do you think they have to take? a big guy on one of the two lines of scrimmage hey, because I see cornerbacks, I see receivers suggested, and I see, you know, linemen on both sides. Let, yeah. uh, let me phrase it a different way to Tony. Tony, if, if let's say they hit a home run with their first-round pick, but if I could, and let's say he's an all-pro, Tony, what position would you want him to play for us next year? What would help us the Offense, most? Offense or defensive line. Okay. Either one. Well, there yeah. you go. There's your answer. Yeah. And that's I, what I he wants to take. I, yeah. would, I would take. I mean, but does I that mean they're taking him with take the first it? round pick, though? I, I mean, well, I, I, I don't know that. That's what you, I'm saying. Do you have to? Do you? Well, do, I don't know. Well, let me say it this way. I want to. I, I think you've got to draft a big guy, and I think it, it needs to lean towards the offensive line. However, I am not one to say that you reach just to fill a need. Right. What if it, would it be? Would you take an offensive tackle there, Tone? If if he can, if I think he can move down to guard, yeah. I mean, if it's one of those, you know, you've seen it in the past. I mean, mm-hmm. Zach Martin's a great example. Okay, you know, All American tackle at mm-hmm. Notre Dame, but the Cowboys drafted him to be a guard from day one. I mean, I wonder I mean, if so, uh, yeah, like you, you got to make sure the guy's body type fits. Like okay, you would I got not you. like Harrison, who he drafted last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is. I don't think I would draft him to put him in guard. Okay. Just, the, you know, kind of his body type and type of player he is. He's a really good space player. Because there are a lot of tackles out there, but there aren't a lot of guys who project as a 17th pick who play interior offensive line. PFF, I think, has him taking a center. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure he's a center from Oregon that's yeah. pretty right, good. Right. Um, but, you know, I mean, this is where you don't want to reach, but, you know, if you're sitting there, can you trade down if you feel like you can get a guy and pick up a, a couple extra picks later in the draft? I mean, there's a lot of different things you do. It also depends on we're going to still see, see this Ridley thing play out. Do you have right. a second rounder? Right. Well, it also depends on this, too, and this is the hard part. The part has been proven to be um, untrustworthy. you got to pick the right guy. Well, yeah, obviously right? that's a big point. Well, that, we're, just, we're assuming that. Yeah, we're just throwing that um, big assumption out there, which is okay. But yeah, yeah. That, it, is a, it is a big assumption. Yeah. I mean, Jeff's right, but I just think you. I mean, I think you got to go big people. I mean, I, I yeah. just look at this offensive line, and right now you have Fortner as your center. You don't have a left guard, right, on the roster. I mean, I guess you go Shatley again, right, and your right guard is twenty million dollars and up in age and is not a big, you know, just didn't play great. And what are you going to do with your left tackle? You have to listen. I don't think you can bring him back at the number that he's going to count against the cap. I would assume you would try to restructure, but he could, you know, who knows? Right. I mean, that's well, not, I, yeah, I think, he, I think you try to restructure him. I think you have to bring Cam back. I yeah. don't think you can. What happened to try Walker to little Tony? Him. I know at one point early in the year, you, you you may have told us well, that he thought he was their best lineman. Is he still well, a, a high ceiling guy in your mind? Well, I mean, he was playing the most consistent at left tackle mm-hmm. early in the season. Um, I mean, I, I think he got to stick him at one of the guards and see if he can go win the job. Yeah, at one of the guards. I mean, I I really think you need to bring back Harrison and and Cam, and those need to be your two starting tackles. Um, 
because if you lose Cam, you decide, you know, too much money or whatever, you can't mm-hmm. restructure him, you mm-hmm. let him go. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're filling another hole. I mean, I guess yeah, you, depth, well, depth. then I guess you you're saying the Walker Littles are left tackle, and now we got to figure out the interior three. Yeah. But I just can't imagine them going into the season with at very least somebody to compete with Luke Ford in our center. Right. And filling both both guard positions with new players. Unless they sign Ezra Cleveland back. And Ezra's a, a solid player, a solid starter. Mm-hmm. But he's not a big, powerful guy. He's more of a movement guy. And he's a, he's a starting caliber guard. I mean, I don't. I want to make sure we're fair. Right. Um, but he's a free agent. Mm-hmm. You have to pay. I mean, so yeah, it's not like gonna get some money somewhere. People, yeah, there's other people that are going to want to pay him. He's a starting caliber guy, and so I just think the interior three, you're going to have to solve with some combination of free agency and and, and draft and draft capital. Um, and you're you know, I mean, the young kid from Appalachian State that got hurt, mm-hmm. um, Hodges, mm-hmm. I think is his name. Get a chance and, to know. compete, but you can't just say well, he's, he's our guy, no, right? Yeah, you can't count on him. No. And this is what. I mean, this is what they did last year, which I never understood. Is they just assumed that Parks was going to be the start left guard after right. you know, after not being great the year before, right? Getting hurt, and just like he's our left guard. I'm like, okay. Mm. I, I just don't think you can do that this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to solve the the lines of scrimmage. Hey, real quick before we let you go, and we're way over, but take me through. Um, like, why does it take so damn long for contracts to get done, Tone? Like if you're, I'm telling you, I'm keeping you, Tony Baselli, and you went through to, you know, I mean, what, what? Yeah. Tell me what, what is, why is it so difficult? Why can't you guys just sit down and hammer something out in like an hour? <laughs> why? Well, I mean, I, I want to understand seriously. Yeah. Well, no, that's fair. You're telling yeah. me if you're if you're on the team side. Yeah. It's all big. It's all part of this big jigsaw puzzle. I get it. Managing the cap, but you know so you, you got, got yeah. it. Okay. Go I, yeah, even if you know you're going to sign him, mm-hmm. okay, we mm-hmm. know we're going to sign him. So let's let's allocate, you know, a range of what we can do. Here's right. what we're going to here's our cap hit if we can't get a deal done okay. with a franchise player. Right. You know, and here's like scenarios because and then you have to start feeling, okay, what does that do for the rest of the pieces that we can go invest in and right. design or who do we have to cut? So you have to go through that whole process of getting an overall strategy of what you're going to do and where each of these, okay, well, let's, you know, let's do that. Let's do that later today, Tone. We'll do that Monday afternoon. Then we'll know, and then we'll go to Tuesday and then we'll call them and figure yeah, it out. Yeah. But, but some of these things are dependent on, okay, <laughs> will Cam renegotiate? Okay. Okay. Well, if he does, you know, we can get this. Now we have this. Jenny, get Cam on the phone for me real quick. Cam, yeah, you want to renegotiate? I, my, <laughs> I know. I, I, hear long you. I hear you. I mean, Go ahead. so it's more than just yeah. negotiating with that one guy. Okay, right. so now you get that down. Now we have to negotiate. Well, Josh Allen, let's uh-huh. just talk to him. Rightfully so. Right. He should start as saying, "I want to be the highest paid defensive end." So, so they I ask Okay, so they ask for the highest, and do the do the teams always lowball? Like, is that on purpose? Like, we're gonna we're fighting and scrapping to save a million here, a million there, or not? Or I mean, how do they? How do we handle that? Well, I think I think I think each is different. Okay. I mean, I think each position is different, and who the guy is. Uh-huh. I mean, for instance, if you negotiate with Patrick Holmes, you say, "Okay, what do you want?" Here's a blank check, nice? right? <laughs> can you please be nice to us and not hurt us too bad? <laughs> so we can find other guys. You know, so it depends the leverage you have and yeah. who has what. Yeah. With Josh. Yeah, Allen, the Braves think, tried that with Freddie Freeman. By the way, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think the with a guy like Josh Allen who had a great year last year. Right. 
had a great rookie year. Mm-hmm. In between was solid, mm-hmm. not great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know if I'm him, I'm then I want as much money as I can get mm-hmm. and ask for the most, and, and then you get down to the Jags are going to try to you know get a little bit lower, mm-hmm. and they'll have arguments saying, "Well, you're not Miles Garrett, you're not this guy. This is what they get paid." So they'll do that. Go, they'll sit there and pull oh, out numbers yeah, and yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, you'll go back and forth and back and forth, and then it becomes down. Now you have to okay, we got the total number. Right now you're thinking about okay, how are we going to structure this? How much is guaranteed? Right. You know what's you know fully guaranteed? What's injury guaranteed? What's right. going to be paid up front? I mean, there's just like there's a it's a complex on um, these big deals. You know, it's complex enough just dealing with the guy himself and mm-hmm. his agent, mm-hmm. but you also have to fit it into the rest of the story you're building, yeah. the rest of the, you know, mm-hmm. blocks. And mm-hmm. like, okay, well, how much are we, do we want to spend at defensive end? And by the way, we know, you know, at some point, we have to think about a year from now when we got to go sign Trevor Lawrence if we don't do him this year. So we need X. Let's assume he plays well. We need X set aside to be able to deal with that too yeah and once the time i mean see so like there's a i think to, to do it right and to have long-term success i don't think you just make snap decisions okay now they definitely have to keep him. he's their best player i mean we're with that you with can't that let your best though, player think, go. right <laughs> no you can't let him go i agree but yeah. you, have the, you have the tag that's why the franchise yeah okay there. and and uh, yeah and, 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 and hurt feelings be damned that's part of it right well that's, it's business like like here's the thing if i was you know the team you can't think about feelings Obviously, you want to build relationships. These guys are important. They're important assets to the team. You know, you, you need these guys to win, but you can't make it personal. I mean, it's a, this is a business. And on the player side, you don't ever get into your head like, hey, we're all this together. We're a big family. No, right. this is a business. Right. You need to take care of your family and take care of yourself. Now, that doesn't mean you have to get every dollar out of it to be the highest paid guy. I mean, we've seen guys in the past say, hey, listen, I'll take a little bit less because I want to be a part of this, and I want to you know, be able right. to build the team around it. And by the way, it's Florida. It's where I want to live. It's no taxes, so I can you know, mm-hmm. you know, make a little bit of money, more my, uh, have money, more money in my pocket by playing here in Florida. So there's like, but it's a business. Right. You have to approach it as a business. And, I, and, like, and by the way, don't take it personal. Don't, like, don't take it personal right. because it's not. This is not, I mean, if Doug and Trent, come to Josh and lowball That's not personal. They're just trying to get the best deal tr- so they can spend more money on other guys. And if Josh asking for the most and saying, I'm not going to sign anything unless I get the most, that's not personal either. He's not being a jerk or selfish. It's a business. Just no different than anyone else listening. You try to maximize how much you get from your employer. <laughs> you try to get the most money with the best deal. And that's what Josh should do. And your empl- the employer is going to try to get you at the best deal for their business. And you hope you can do it in a way that's respectful and you get to something that both sides feels a win-win and you move on. But that takes time. It just doesn't happen sitting down and just saying, oh, okay, you know, let's just sign this deal and be damned with everything else we got to think about. But I do think, with all that said, I think the message, and maybe this has already happened, mm-hmm. but the message to Josh, and again, I would have done it after the last whistle of the last game you sit down with josh and say josh you're on this team you're important now we don't want to have to use the salary cap but you're on the team you're going to be here we love you it's going to take a little bit of time because we gotta go figure out everything else 
like you like I think communication is critical here. Mm-hmm. And I think and I think that was some of the things that you know came out after Trent's. It's also why you don't wait so long. We talked about this last time to do press conference, but I think that was some of the criticism. You know, Trent made it very clear that Josh will be on the team. But then you got reports from Josh's camp and his agents so like that'd be nice for us to know, right? You know, right. whatever they said. Well, because well, you know what though, in in this case, Trent Falke is being truthful. He knows he has the franchise tag, so yes, he can say that definitively. But maybe not to the uh, parameters that that Allen will be looking for. But, right? You know. Yeah. And so, but the, but that's a long way to answer your yeah. question, Dan. I I, right. I get that. We'd all love it just to be yeah. done. We love Josh Allen. We yeah. want it done. Well, it's more complex than that. And and yeah, you gotta. I mean, Trent and Doug have a job to build the roster, right? The entire team, not just go sign one guy. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, sitting back and taking your time and thinking through it and thinking through all the different scenarios and the pieces and and then you start looking out and what's in free agent. Okay, what? How much do we want to spend there? What's you know, if we want to go get. Is there a top level interior defense or offensive lineman we can get? You know, what's that value? You know, what's the cost going to be? Do we have, you know, who do we have to get rid of? Who do we have to cut? Who do we have to restructure? You know, what's available in the draft? Where is it deep? We pick here. What do we think we can get? I mean, you got to, you got to put all this, you got to start thinking about all this in the big picture. So you build a team, mm-hmm. not just this isn't fantasy football. Let's just go right. spend money and get the best, you know, because, oh, this guy's great at this position. Okay, does he fit? Does he fit what we want to do? Mm-hmm. Does he fit the style of offense, style of defense? We got a new defensive coordinator. Okay, we're going four three. Mm-hmm. You know what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, now we go four three. That means Josh Allen and Trayvon are hand in the ground on first and second and third down. Okay, great. Both can do it. You know. Well, now we. You know, who's going to be our big three technique? Who's going to be three technique? I mean, you got to just think through all this. Okay, what does it do to our linebacker situation now? Instead of you know. Two inside guys, we need three. Who's going to be our Sam linebacker? You know, with Devin's a will. Okay, great. Do we need to go? I mean, there's just so many different things. Can Chad Muba do that? I, right, right. I mean, so, like, I have no issue at all that this Josh Allen deal is not done yet. At all. Right. I didn't expect it to be. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Long. I get it. I get it. This is going to be a long, drawn-out mm-hmm. process, in my opinion. I think. That's why they'll franchise him. Yeah. So. I think they'll, they'll put the tag on. Yeah, and then they'll try they'll, to keep working it, yeah. yeah. Well, they'll put the tag on, and they'll just say, okay, we don't have to worry about that for a few months. Let's go figure out free agency right? Right. in the draft. Now, I think the only way this gets done earlier is if they could come to a deal that is cap-friendly, at least for this year, so that they might try to get it done early so they can go be more aggressive in free agency. All right, my man. Well, we got we got to move. We're we're way up against it, but we appreciate you and we love you and thank you so much for your insight. It was great. It was outstanding, mm-hmm. and I'll talk to you guys at some point in the future. All right, my man. There See you, Tom. Yeah, there he goes, Don Anthony Baselli. Yeah, that's it. All ends apparently today with that breakfast with Baselli shelved for the off season. We'll see. You know, I mean, you know, breakfast tacos with Fred. I'm just saying. Who knows. All right, um, that pest of the day, we instead used that uh, time with uh, Tony. So I got a pest of the day, and we come back on the other side a lot more. Here as we wrap it up, the season now complete. Put another bow on Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. It's the Monday morning quarterback, divorcementonly.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we're back here on the drill. We're the back. Super Bowl last night goes the Chiefs way. What do you know? I do have a, 
uh, pest of the day from a different sporting event over the weekend. I set it up and then we got Baselli. But if you remember before we went to break, I set it up. I mean, I don't know what this organization expects. Okay. Mm-hmm. You glamorize, promoted, and encouraged this every year just a little bit more off-the-wall behavior in Phoenix. So you got what was coming this weekend. Mm-hmm. The boys ruined it for me, man. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not WrestleMania. It's golf. And I know you want to <laughs> kind of walk a fine line. Let's make one little place here. But last year, remember when they started throwing full cans of beer all over the mm-hmm. place? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not – look, I'm not being a prude here, gang. It's dangerous. Would you let a football stadium? What if they did that? We saw in Cleveland they take them off the field. But just the 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 debauchery, the the recklessness, the unruly behavior went way over the line in Phoenix. And I don't know if you can unring this bell, Hick. Right. They have been sending this message of promotion, and the tour is guilty of this a little bit, right? And mm-hmm. we play it up, and it's cool, and it's different. But you, the problem is you got people that don't know a lot about the game, the sport. They don't know how to turn it on and turn it off. It's not a sport where you yell things when people are about to hit. We're not playing football here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Temperatures were chilly, but temperatures, uh, tempers rather ran hot in Phoenix. Uh, this event, known for its huge crowds, its ruly atmosphere, had to tamp it, tamp it down uh, on Saturday. In fact, they cut off alcohol sales it was that bad you told stories of people like urinating in the boxes it's just just like i mean y'all grow up you can't party have fun be creative listen i see holes at like the british open where those those fans will gather on a par three and they'll do different chants and cheers and different stuff i don't see him acting like that it was bad man and the players noticed (laughs) zach johnson caught on social media Laying into a heckler after a tee shot. Don't sir me. Somebody said it. I'm just sick of it. Just shut up. It was about the Ryder Cup. Yeah. Elsewhere on the course, Billy Horschel took exception to fans making noise during a swing by his fellow competitor. Buddy, when he's over the shot, shut the hell up, man. Come on. He's trying to hit a damn golf shot here. It's our bleeping job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Spieth agitated when a, fel- a fan yelled during his backswing. What the bleep? He said as he stared into the gallery. Other incidents we saw on social media included fights among spectators, alcohol-fueled incidents. Saturday tournament officials briefly stopped alcohol sales at several locations. I love a party, E. Mm-hmm. I'm about a party. You know what I'm out about? What's that? Sloppy human beings. Yeah, I agree. They can't hold their liquor, yeah. act stupid, That's think fair. they're funny, dumb. I don't even want to be around That's that. what I'm talking about here. I'm not talking about, oh, my gosh, how dare they sell alcohol. I am all for sawgrass splash in three weeks, baby. Yes, sir. I'm here for the party. I'm not here for idiots uh-huh. that can't control themselves, that have no filter, that don't have a a self, like, any self-consciousness. That's what I'm not about, and yeah, that's, that's what it's become. Stuff, Just yeah. sloppy people, man. Y'all aren't funny. You're not cute. You're obnoxious. And that's my uh, pest of the day. The pest of the day is brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions, 944-PEST. Right now, you'll speak directly with the owners. Mention 1010XL. You'll get 25% off your initial pest or termite protection services. Mission Pest Solutions is veteran and locally owned and operated. Jacksonville native Russell Skinner and 10-year Navy pilot Tyler Terranez are doing a great job. They are your solution. It's Mission Pest Solutions. Call 
944 pass. E, uh, before we head to break, and mm-hmm. we'll do that momentarily, can I get a Dan Hickens stat of the day intro, please? I love this stat. His name is Hickens. Well oh, yeah. Wow. Dan Hickens, oh, stat point. Of the day. On point, man. I mean, I don't know where you pulled that out of your pocket, but that was quick. That might have been one of the best ever. There's no head, heads up on that either. Uh, shout out to Miko me, me Hardman. Uh, he joins Matt Snell. As the only player to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl and play for the Jets in the same season. (laughs) 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 Only two, huh? J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, They've never had the Jets. have never had a guy get picked up and go, is that what you just said? Matt Snell is the only guy in Jets history to even get. Matt Snell scored the touchdowns in Super Bowl three and the only appearance they've made. And I guess Nicole Hardman, who began the year with the Jets. Scored a touchdown last night. And yeah, so the only two who have ever played for the Jets and scored a Super Bowl in the same season. Ooh, that's a that's brutal. That's brutal for a franchise. Dang. All right, this is the drill. We'll keep it rolling next. All right, a uh, couple of things. We had the big orange chorus in. That's a yes. great uh, Valentine's Day idea. And uh, from the Texan Design by Lifetime Enclosure, we had them in. E, these boys fire. Uh, another these guys same to school. I was working on Valentine's, really good. Uh, I'm with Dan. They need to up the price. Yeah. Uh, here's another. I used Big Orange Course last year. I was the hit of all my wife's friends. Posted on Facebook. Still, people talk all about it. Uh, they could easily get 100 bucks a pop. Just 75. You'll save five when you mention 1010XL. Ah, uh, boy. Um, is this bad? I'm going to uh, set up a comp for you. I like to call it a comp. Mm-hmm. Comparison. Mm-hmm. You tell me if this is bad or not. Okay? Yeah. You know, I like to watch my YouTube golf, right? Mm-hmm. And there's, if you watch YouTube golf, it's like good, good golf. Bob does sports, foreplay, um, it busted jack. I don't know. There's, depends on what, the Brian brothers. You know, you, you got to limit yourself. I only watch two or three, but one of the ones that I watch is good, good. And this YouTube golf day has become very, very popular. Okay. A lot of people watch it to the point now that they'll even like all of the YouTube programmers, the golfer uh, 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 content guys, right? Mm-hmm. They'll have tournaments and they had a tournament this past weekend on YouTube live. It was called the good, good desert open. And it paired up a lot of the personalities that people know who, who follow them on social media. Mm-hmm. Paige Spiernak probably played with someone, but is that, that kind of like attraction, right? And so the good, good, desert open, amateur YouTube players. Would you like to guess the number of viewers on YouTube Live? I have no idea. 98,000. Is that good? Well, you tell me. Live Golf played on YouTube Live on Friday afternoon. They had 25,000 viewers. So that's good, good. I guess that's good, good. A golf tour. With almost $2 billion spent in two years. By the way, on their prime time on CW, they got 168000 which is only about 70000 more than these amateurs who just throw it up on YouTube got. If you think Liv has struck a chord or that they're doing anything at all productive or growing the game, you could argue they're doing the opposite. A golf tour with $2 billion spent in two years only got 70,000 more viewers during their primetime airing on a national channel than a YouTube golf channel. Mm. And then they, when they both were on YouTube, they, they slaughtered them three to one. It's unbelievable. Oh, by the way, did you see John Rom didn't take long, had a meltdown? Did he? 
I know yeah. he shanked one. No, people talking, playing music while he's trying to golf. He's yeah. already Shut annoyed up. with how they do it. Yeah, so, listen, yeah, right? I, I can't. And listen, whatever. You do your live golf thing all you want. I didn't watch it. I don't care. Uh, it's not, you know, I, I hate the money thing. It's, it's a niche sport. I hate the greediness of every golfer. Um, I don't mind them trying to get what they can get, and I guess if people are willing to pay it, they'll take it from whomever. But it's also the the, the, the I'll watch I'll I'll watch my man Chuck Hoffman at forty seven dueling with Nick Taylor down the stretch with the pressure than watch somebody winning in shorts on fourteen, uh, even if he's a big name. I just don't hundred percent. I just don't care. Anyway, and by um, the way, the ultimate sign of the the ultimate check grab. Mm-hmm. Money grab, in this case, blood money check grab ever. Have you seen Phil Mickelson's results on Liv? Hasn't done anything. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Embarrassing. Yeah. He's had the worst, like, I, I, last week he had, like, his worst finish ever. Mm. Like, 50th out of 52. Guy can't bust par. Uh, a couple other things. Playoff stats before turning 30. Mahomes has 2,000 more passing yards in the playoffs than Brady. Mahomes has 41 touchdowns and eight picks. Brady had 20 and nine. This is before turning 30, by the way, so there's still time for Mahomes. He's only 28. Three-time Super Bowl champ, three-time Super Bowl champ, three-time Super Bowl MVP, two-time Super Bowl MVP. Uh, it'll be fun to watch this unfold over the next 10 years, but let's hope that Brady wins because if Brady wins, then maybe the Jags can win. If Brady doesn't win, then we're all screwed. Uh, there was a, Speaking of screwed, there was an interesting moment in the Atlantic Sun basketball game with uh, JU's Jordan Mincy, who is a good dude. Uh, it's early in the game. It's no Mike big White, deal. Former Mike White is. Yeah. This game's like 6-4. Mincy and the officials get into it. But the officials said some stuff that incensed Jordan Mincy, who stayed calm and actually got a technical, then got ejected, went over, and told his athletics director something. It's at Swisher Gym. The athletics director, Alex Wicker Gilbert, comes down, says something. As, as Mincy's leaving, getting ejected, he's shaking hands with everybody. He's shaking hands with the other team. It was something. and It was egregious enough that the other team looked like they kind of understood. Yeah, and then the Atlantic He Sun, definitely name-called him. I, you know, yeah. there are, re, yeah, you know, know I don't know exactly yeah, what it said, say, so I, yeah. I don't want to report it. As and being, I don't know which official it was, but then the Atlantic Sun did suspend the official. So, so that tells you that something yeah, was. it was egregious. So anyway, wanted to pass that on as well uh, uh, with, with Jacksonville University and basketball and and in no way, shape, or form was Jordan Mincy, I don't think, in the wrong in any way. So, And I think he's handled himself uh, perfectly over there since he's been there. So, uh, Super Bowl is done. We look ahead to next year, 2024. I think the big message here is the Chiefs ain't going anywhere. Andy Reid's back. Patrick Mahomes is back. Travis Kelsey's back. They're all going to be back. They have better free agents, more, more interesting free agents, I think, than, say, the Niners. Okay? Um, Chris Jones is a free agent. Legarius Sneed's a free agent. Willie Gay Jr. is a free agent. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, Drew Tranquil, Mike Edwards, Derek Nadi. Those guys are free agents. Um, so there's some good ones in there. Now, San Francisco's more intact. Yeah, you wonder are, about yeah. the salary. I'm sure there's going to be some salary ramifications. They've got a lot of high and, and, and well-paid guys, so... Yeah, got to do some maneuvering there. I mean, they paid Debo, they paid McCaffrey, they you know now it helps that the quarterback is on the cheap end of the deal. But yeah, yeah, that'll help. Oh, for the, a while. the the forty. I we say Vegas is always right, and no, they're not. Mm-hmm. There, there's it makes no sense to inst- instill the 49ers as the favorite to win the Super Bowl. That makes no sense. 
You just said, Vegas, that Kansas City was an underdog at Buffalo. They won. Then you told us they were an underdog yeah. at Baltimore, and then they won. And then you told us they were an underdog against the 49ers, and they won. Do you all not understand that they're not the underdog? Right. And if they're not the underdog, they're the favorite. We hadn't even touched on the pinnacle of Todd Golden's short time in Gainesville. That was the ceiling for this year's Gator basketball team that we saw on Saturday, right. except maybe a little better free throw shooting. And I think it's worth exploring you know, a little bit when we come back on the other side. Okay. It's a Monday morning quarterback, divorcementonly.com. All right, welcome back. This is the drill. Super Bowl Monday, not a holiday still. I still haven't fixed that. The game should be on Saturday. It's so silly at this point. It should be on Saturday. We're in the middle of winter. There's no... There's, they could play... The, here's the thing, Dan. They could play the game Saturday morning at 8 o'clock, and it would get the same ratings it gets Sunday night at 6. Everyone watch... Now, that's silly. You wouldn't do that. But if they played the game at 8 o'clock on Saturday night, it, you wouldn't lose a thing that you have at the 6.30 Sunday audience. I've never seen a more definitive commercial winner than the Dunkings commercial. Okay. Like, yeah. everywhere I look, they say that was the best commercial. I haven't watched the commercials yet, so I don't know. Affleck, um, Matt Damon, Tom Brady, J-Lo. I did see a lot more celebrities in commercials. Mm-hmm. I don't pay as much attention because I'm busy in the middle of stuff, working and stuff. I didn't watch but, any of them. Yeah. First, I was at something. Then we left at halftime, so I missed all those. And when mm-hmm. I got home... Kind of, I don't know. I just, I was just, I hadn't been watching them all night. So I just kind of got ingrained where, mm-hmm. and the first one I saw was stupid, by the way. And it made me turn. I watched the one where they tried to act like the dude who started Pfizer is on the same lines as Galileo and Isaac Newton. So that one kind of, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. I don't yeah, know. they did like the museum and all yeah. these famous, like these incredible minds in the history, Copernicus. And there, and then the dude who started Pfizer gets included in that group. Oh, Nicholas Copernicus. It was a it was a Pfizer commercial, as you might imagine. We'll talk more about it tomorrow, but a couple Gator notes over from over the weekend. Uh, they lose their strength coach, which is a big deal. He's there for a month. Uh, they replaced their guy with this guy. This guy comes in, sets his program up, and now he's going to Boston College because he's buddies with Bill O'Brien. And Bill O'Brien... Got the BC job, so that's weak, man. Off he goes. What has so. happened to what happened to like what what has happened to like the work like how things work? What happened if to contracts? The, that's what I mean. But if you get the job at Florida and you take the job, you can't turn around and leave in a month, can you? Chip Kelly took an OC job at Ohio State. I mean, yeah, but he's after seven eight years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I don't, I don't what's like up it, with these coaches whatever. too leaving head coaching jobs to go be coordinators? That's also happening. Yeah, well, college football is screwed, so that's. It's more like a conversation now. for another day. It's just that, like you know, this guy, this kid who uh, was going to be the OC. It, I didn't, I don't know the exact details, but basically, the new Alabama coaching staff Grub. pulled a fast one on the kids by letting him. He didn't announce he was leaving until after the portal closed. Now it opens back up in the spring, but still, you're more limited. Uh, yeah, it just, I don't, you know, the whole thing stinks. The the system stinks, and 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 they're all guilty. They're all greedy, guilty pigs. So anyway. Uh, that aside, but the Gator basketball team had a nice win against Auburn, and it worked out perfectly. They had a week off. They were fresh. They were on target. They were making their shots. They they played good defense. They they got guard play. Kugel stepped up. If Kugel can play like that, they're a team. I would say this: when they, if the Gators were like a ten seed playing a seven seed, they're going to be like the one that everybody picks and, to and, upset the seven well, and, and give the two a battle. And, you know, and it look and something else is happening here. Mm-hmm. Is they're going from a team of oh, last first four out, last four in, to a team that's more likely going to be the seven seed themselves, Dan. Yeah. I mean, they are now uh, 16 and seven with 
playing their better basketball here at the end of the year. They're six and four in the conference. They're on pace to be a top four team in the SEC. Mm-hmm. And that net ranking hit, it's getting a big boost here these last couple of wins. Florida at one point was, I think, 49 going to Kentucky. Does that sound right? 48? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're up to 31 after these wins. We're now with two quad one wins. So, uh, yeah, number 31 in the net, you do it out. If you do four for, that'd be an eight seed if it were exactly along those lines. Point being, they might play themselves out of, like, double-digit di- seed territory. And I am not predict here to predict Florida, uh, you know, being a Sweet 16 team. I'm telling you, they have the makeup. They have the kind of team that makes a Sweet 16 run. They have a veteran backcourt. Their backcourt is good, dude. Yeah. They're big and they're veteran. All three well, of them like make I- 20. It's like I said throughout the year, I kind of have always felt like they're better than they were being, than they were performing. Like, I think they should be better. I think they should have a, a great record. Also, Kentucky Jeff is in a glass case of emotion. They lost the a third straight lost, time at home. Yeah, which doesn't happen. So they've all lost it up there in Big Blue. Uh, they are a train wreck. And they still have some tough games left as well. So uh, they've got some work to do as well. And we'll start seeing Lenardi's bracketology. will start including Florida, which will be good news. And if Florida, Florida will get in if, as long as they take care, like, you don't want to lose to LSU at home tomorrow night. You I looked at their schedule. If they can just win the game, there's be... there's five wins on there, Dan. That's yeah. all they got to do. If they get five, they're going to be twenty two and ten. Yeah, I see like a ten and six SEC record, which that's would be what fine, they would be. That would get them in. That so. five. That would actually they would get to eleven if they yeah. get if they get these five yeah. more. But they've got LSU at home. They've they got two Vandy with Alabama at home. or one with two with Bama home yeah. and away. But they yeah. got LSU at home, Vandy at home. Yeah. Missouri at home. Those are three. Shoot. At Vandy. Yeah, yeah. That's you got four. at Georgia. Yeah, there's you play four. You play Bama twice. No reason you won't yeah. split with them. There's I, that's four, what I'm maybe five, six wins there. You get so. five, six wins there. You're winning 21, 22 games going into the tournament. You're yeah. well-established as a top-four team in the league, and, and by that would probably be a you know seven seed. And keep in mind why they the, the only loss in the last, what, six games is a one-point loss at Texas A&M, they, who paced Tennessee this yeah. weekend. And so. that's a game that – but Florida is – you know, there's also this to be expected – Kind of let them find themselves. That's yeah. a whole new group thrown together. Yeah. Right? Every single one of those guys is is a transfer or a new player. Boy, college has changed. Yeah. I mean, who, who are the signees that are relevant? Kugel and Condon? Yeah. That, that's it. Hal, I guess. I mean, he doesn't play a ton, but they, they're all transfers. All these guys are making plays. I don't know if this is a – if this matters or not. Um. But <laughs> I got this guy. I'm sorry. I got this guy um, tweeting. I bet my whole crib on the 49ers bleep this bleep and then taking a gun and shooting holes in his television. Well, so that's that your, was a little harsh. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if this is. Does this, sir, you are the idiocracy. Does this signify any coaching? There was a definite discrepancy after the game from all the players on both teams about overtime. The Chiefs players talked about how they knew what the overtime was in the postseason since the since training camp. Because they did it. Because they practiced it. <clears throat> well, it was their it. fault. <laughs> the Niners admitted they had no idea what the overtime rules were. That they didn't learn about the overtime rules until Bill Vinovich said, basically, we're starting a new game here. You both get a possession. And then if it's tied after each of you have a possession, we play sudden death, et cetera, et cetera. And the game keeps going. So... Is there my question is, is that a poor job on San Francisco or is that Kansas City going above and beyond with great coaching by Andy Reid or does it even matter? Good answer. All right. I, we'll no, do- I'm thinking. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about what you're saying. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I 
Let's give Andy Reid credit for anything we can give Andy Reid credit for yeah. because it's all about Patrick Mahomes today, and I think yeah. Andy Reid is a much bigger part of. I do think so too, but remember this: he went to what four straight NFC Championship games yeah. and one Super Bowl, yeah. but never won. Yeah, because he had McNabb instead of Mahomes. Mm-hmm. That right? makes a difference. I listen. If I, I, I'm almost feeling this about Patrick Mahomes, there was a time in my I really thought LeBron James could go to any team in the East and they would go to the finals. You feel me? Mm-hmm. When he was in Cleveland in Miami, he could have he could have said, "Okay, I'm going to go play for the Pistons," and they would have gone to the finals. I'm going to go play for the Hawks, and they would have gone to the finals. By the way, also, I feel the same way with Mahomes. I feel Mahomes could go anywhere, and that team would go to the Super Bowl. There's one more thing about Mahomes, who has been in. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Jeff. Six straight AFC Championship games for Kansas City. Yeah, is that correct? I, I don't think he's ever been to less than the championship. Okay, now follow along. So six straight, four Super Bowls. So he's four and two. Both of the AFC championship game losses were overtime losses to the Bengals and to the Patriots, I believe. He's 0-2 against Brady. Which tells me that he that is— That might come into play, by the way, when yeah. we get the GOAT comp. I already think but, it's in the play. Yeah. But that tells me he's this close, people, and I have uh, explained to the listener what I'm doing here. This yes. close— Yes, he's got like a little six, centimeter. To six straight Super Bowls, mm-hmm. Jeff. Yeah. No one's ever won three in a row, so they'll now put that on. Here's the one narrative I didn't like. Didn't they do this some last year, by the way? No one believes in this. What are you talking about? You're the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, that was Kelsey. That drove me nuts last after the year. game. Yeah, that was, was last ridiculous. Year. Well, they're also doing it again this year. They're yeah. talking about all the adversity. What, uh, Dan, can you tell me what adversity the they Chiefs have no had? Adver- they have no adversity. Their quarterback stayed healthy all year. Yeah. They didn't have many injuries. They didn't have a lot. What adversity? Mm-hmm. Well, we have this, this one means the most. All the adversity we have. What are you? What? But why wouldn't you say? You mean the adversity of not <laughs> playing great all the time? You Adversity of only winning 11? Ooh. When we forecast next year, why wouldn't you say, well, hopefully we can get to the AFC Championship game to play Kansas City? Because that's, right. that's the way it's going to be in this conference. Yeah. Ooh, it's depressing. All right, uh, let's make the turn for home. You want to do that? We'll do that next. Uh, we will. Introduce you to Jaguars today. It's the Monday morning quarterback, divorcementonly.com. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. Good morning, Tone. Good morning. What are you guys cooking on a Monday for Jaguars today? Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith getting ready for a two-hour extravaganza. Yeah, obviously reacting to, for anyone who didn't think it was a dynasty three days ago, I don't know why it took you so long to catch up, right, with the Kansas City Chiefs being a dynasty, but it is pretty officially now. So our question of the day today asking who's going to play in the Super Bowl next year? Oh. Chiefs and who, you mean? Right. Well, yeah. I, I right. expect a lot of that. Yeah. Jeez. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. Well, I like that. And and look, uh, early bettors will tell you the Chiefs and the Niners. The Niners look to be exactly the same next year. They should be very good. Yeah, there is something about that Super Bowl hangover. There though. is. You know, the there? team that loses oh, the Super Bowl, usually that next year, for whatever yeah. reason, it doesn't go so well for them. You know, we've seen recently there's been a team or two that responded well right. to the loss, but we just watched this year. What happened to Philadelphia the back half of the yeah, season? Yeah, and they were ten and one. Right, remember they were rolling, and so yeah, you just it's hard to maintain. I think they're like the we saw what happened with the Jags, and we mm-hmm. we talk about it, and it's did they think they had it? Yeah, right. Like yeah. going into the season, you're eight and three, and it's like yeah, it's just going to be like it was last year. We'll be fine. We'll cruise into it. We'll figure it out. Some point in the year, Philadelphia had that plus they played in a Super Bowl and could have won it. 
right? And I think they get to the back half of the season, things start falling apart, and you got a bunch of guys looking at each other in the room going, guys, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure mm. it out. And they never did. Yep. Never did. All never right. did. Jaguars today's defense got worse. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up next, I was did a little dive on the Super Bowl start time. Yeah. Um, it's, it looks like the last time the game started before five would have been the early 80s, but um, it started at two, 2 o'clock in the early 70s, mm-hmm. uh, 2.15. Then it bounced between like 4.30 and 6 for about 15 years, and then it settled in at 6.20 to 6.40, and we've been there for a while. Yeah. Saturday night sounds all right to me. Saturday night's all right for fighting. I knew you'd say that. I knew it. Very predictable. It's been the Monday morning quarterback. Divorce, mental, in a good way. Dot com.